if you weren't listening yesterday, I had a couple updates on taxes that time of year. Time to start thinking about that again. The IRS has released the per diem rates for 2018. The, the IRS runs a fiscal year from October 1st to October 1st or the end of September. So if they do make a change to per diem, it starts on October 1st. They did not make a change this year. It is still $63 a day in the U.S., $68 outside of the country, and that will be for all of your 2017 tax return and at least the first three quarters of 2018 as well. So no change in the per diem rate. We could be seeing some major tax law changes, really big, as big or bigger than anything I've ever seen in the industry. In fact, the year I bought my first truck, 1986, was the last time we had any really significant tax law changes. Those were the big uh, Reagan tax cuts that did a lot for the economy. And ever since then, every new tax law has just made things worse. So Trump's plan is even more aggressive, really, really simplifying the tax return. So most people would be able to do their own tax return. It won't change a lot for business as far as being able to do a tax return, but a personal tax return will become very simple. They're even talking about possibly being able to file on a postcard. Getting rid of most of the deductions sounds like Schedule A would go away. So that's exciting. The tax brackets would change. Sounds like there are going to be a lot of really good tax laws for small business. That's exciting. With the tax law changes, with what's going on in the economy, with what's going on in the trucking industry, now is an amazing time to think about becoming an owner-operator or even expanding your business. The biggest challenge in expanding is going to be drivers. So it's going to be a slam dunk to own a truck, drive it yourself, make money. You're going to be able to find good freight rates. You can get your own authority. You're going to have a better shot at getting direct customers. There are a lot of good things happening there. So now is the time to get ready for all that. So two things I want to talk about in getting ready. One is accounting. It's that time of year again. You really should have an accounting system every single month. But if you don't, now is the time. You know, I, I, one of my favorite shows, I think one of the best shows on TV now, and I don't watch a lot of TV, but I absolutely love Shark Tank and The Prophet. Both of those are, you know, shows with really good business lessons in them if you watch them. But I noticed something about both of them. Mark Cuban is one of the sharks. And if you haven't ever watched the show, there's five sharks and they bid on buying um, parts of a business idea, investing in somebody's business. And the show's been on for quite a few years now. And Mark Cuban made the comment, he was thinking about investing in a business. And he said, 
the only reason I'm not is because I've made 71 deals since he's been on Shark Tank. So that's 71 companies that he's now part owner in. And he said the problem is every company I invest in of your size either doesn't have any accounting or it's a mess. And the first thing I have to do is give it to my accounting team so they can clean it up. And I've had to do so many of these, I'm just not ready to do another one. We'll think about that for a minute. Here is a guy who is a billionaire investor, started with nothing, by the way. He did not grow up rich. He didn't grow up in a business family. started with nothing. He's now a billionaire investor in all kinds of different kinds of businesses. But what is the first thing he does when he invests in a new company? The very first thing he does is fix the accounting. What does that tell you? That tells you if you want to be successful in business, maybe billionaire successful, it all starts with the numbers, with the accounting. Now, here's a, here's a guy who obviously has the ability to run really complicated companies. He also owns the Dallas Mavericks, by the way. He, he has the business knowledge and skill to be able to run very complicated companies. But when he invests in one of these new startups that are basically simple companies, they're not big yet, the first thing he does is fix the accounting. He doesn't come in and say, oh, well, that's just a small, simple business. I could run that without accounting. He knows better. How do you think he got to be a billionaire investor? By doing things right in any business. That idea that, well, well if, you don't, if you don't do my business, you don't know how my business runs, is just wrong. These billionaire investors invest in all kinds of companies and then help those new owners run the business. They don't need to know everything about donuts to invest in a donut company. They know about business. The first thing they do is fix the accounting. The other show that I love, The Profit, Marcus Limonis, who happens to be the CEO of Camping World and also a very rich investor in other companies, and that's what The Profit is all about, when you watch that show, Again, he comes into these little companies that are struggling. They have a good idea, a good product, a good service, a good following, but they're struggling. And the first thing he does is tear into the numbers. He wants the profit and loss. He wants the cash flow statement. He wants the financials. And many shows he'll say, these are a mess. We've got to get this under control first. So there a clear lesson there, no matter how big or how small or how new or how old, companies and businesses succeed by the numbers. We are heading into an awesome opportunity right now in this industry. I am so excited for 2018. I'm excited to see what's going on with rates. I'm excited to see what's going on with the economy. I'm excited to see what's going on with taxes. You don't want to miss out on this. So two things I want to talk about. 
One is the course. Today is your last day to sign up for this course. And, by the way, thanks to everybody who signed up yesterday. We had a huge flood of new sign-ups yesterday, so that is awesome. The bigger this course, the more people we have in it, the better it's going to be. I'm going to teach this personally. It's a 16-week course about how to get started in the business correctly and how to be very successful in your first year. So whether your goal is to own one truck or to build a fleet, you need to build that solid foundation in that first year. So I'm going to teach you how to get started, how to find the right truck, how to spec the right truck, how to negotiate for it, how to pay for it, some creative financing ideas, how to set up that accounting in your first year, which is so important, and so much more. There's audio you can listen to while you drive. We will meet as a class once a week in a conference call webinar. So it's virtual. You can take the course from anywhere. And from start to finish, every single step, I'm going to help you personally build your business and your business plan and get you through that first year really successfully and profitably. If you miss a conference call, everything will be recorded. You'll have access to it right in the course. We also have a private Facebook group that we can share ideas and information, and I'll answer questions throughout the week. But this is the course closes tonight because we launch tomorrow. So the first conference call is tomorrow. You have the rest of the day today to sign up, and then the course is closed because we teach it as a class for 16 weeks. So go to the website, letstruck.com. Get signed up right now. You don't want to miss this. One more thing I want to talk about when we get back, then we're going to get to your calls and questions. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rothbard. subscriber concert tonight 11 p.m eastern 8 pacific on classic vinyl channel 26 the spectrum channel 28 and the bridge channel 32 and in november hear the concert captured live on hotel california a Sirius xm limited edition eagles channel in the trucking world, reliability is everything. As America's most reliable bypass and e-tolling platform, PrePass maximizes your opportunity to save time and money. The PrePass transponder ensures you receive up to 100% connectivity without spotty cell coverage. Don't rely solely on cellular apps. Rely on the trusted platform, PrePass. We're so sure you'll love it, we're offering one free month of service to try before you buy. Call 888-559-PASS and use the promo code ROADDOG. 888-559-7277 or prepass.com slash roaddog. Owner-operators, looking for a reconditioned pre-emission long hood with a fresh manufacturer's certified overhaul, including a nationwide manufacturer's engine warranty? Road Dog Truck Sales has them. We specialize in reconditioned 379s and W900s with fresh certified engine overhauls. Easy financing, too. We sell pre-emission long hoods that look new, smell new, and with a fresh overhaul protected by a four-year warranty, run like new. Call Road Dog Truck Sales at 833-ROAD-DOG, 833-ROAD-DOG, or RoadDogTruckSales.com. Message 
and data rates may apply. Sick of hair loss, thinning hair, bald spots? Ever thought about hair restoration? It's a life-changing decision. Thankfully, the first step is incredibly easy and absolutely free because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, is giving everyone who texts EASY22 to 85850 an absolutely free information kit that reveals just how easy and affordable their permanent solution to hair loss really is. You'll see for free just how great your hair could look. Plus, when you text EASY22 to 85850, we'll also give you a gift card for $250 off. Join the millions of men and women who have come to Bosley, the world's most experienced hair restoration expert, for their permanent solution to hair loss. If you've ever thought about getting your hair back, don't miss this incredible offer. We're giving away an invaluable information kit absolutely free, plus a free $250 gift card to everyone who texts EASY22 to 85850. That's E-A-S-Y-22 to 85850. If you have sensitive mouth or gums or painful canker sores, your mouthwash may be making things worse. Try non-irritating, alcohol-free, closest oral rinse. Closest is like first aid for your mouth. It's as gentle as water, but helps relieve common oral issues. It's also pH balanced to eliminate the burn and irritation from other mouthwashes. Try closest oral rinse for sensitive mouth, gums, and canker sores for pain-free oral care. That's C-L-O-S-Y-S. Get closest oral rinse and toothpaste at Walgreens, CVS Health, Pharmaca, Amazon, and select Walmart stores. Freewheeling with Meredith Oaks and Chris G. We do good work here most days. Everything in moderation. What a concept. Weekdays, 11 a.m. East on Road Dog. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're going to get to the calls in just a minute. So lots and lots of opportunity coming up. You don't want to miss out on this. You don't want to screw this up. If you do this right, the sky is the limit right now. So I want to make sure you have what you need to take advantage of this. So I have the course. If you're not signed up, get signed up. We launch tomorrow. We're going to go 16 weeks. So today is the last day to sign up. Go to letstruck.com, click on the university tab, and you'll see the course there. It's called Stop Holding the Steering Wheel and Start Driving Your Business. The other thing you need is good accounting. That's what I just talked about. it's, It's so critically obvious that no matter how long you've been in business, no matter how good you are at it, you still run companies by the numbers. The billionaires do it, and maybe that's why they're billionaires. Get your accounting taken care of. Now, we absolutely have an answer for you there. Our software online profit gauges is designed just for owner-operators, and it is drop-dead simple to use. We have a 30-day free trial, so you don't have to put in a credit card. It's not going to cost you anything. Sign up for 30 days, and you can go back and start putting in all of your data from this year. And it takes you, your first month will take you about an hour. By the time you get going on it, you'll be down to a half hour per month, and you'll have all of your accounting caught up, and it won't cost you a penny. You'll have reports. You'll be able to save money on your taxes. 
So it, it, the reason we do the free thing and open up the whole year for free is because once you see how well this works and you see how much you learn about your business, we're pretty positive you'll continue your subscription. And it's only $19 a month. That That's dirt cheap for really, really good accounting software. But you can try it free. You can get totally caught up for this year. won't cost you a penny. We have a startup program where we can help you with this. We have some full service options we can help you with. But head on over, get signed up for the free trial, and try the software. Get your year caught up. And then call me, and I'll go over your business reports with you here on the air. So, again, it's at letstruck.com. Either click on the university to join me in the guided course or the accounting or both. We're going to head to the phones. We are off to New York. Bruce, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. What's on uh, your mind today? Real quick, a couple of questions for you uh, and also a comment. Uh, the comment first, yesterday when I called in about the, uh, the ELD thing, I, I kind of went the long way around to get a simple point across, and that was my fault, and I... <laughs> What I was gonna, what I was trying, the point I was trying to get across was the the, the biggest reason people are complaining about the ELD mandate is because they can't log by the mile anymore. Plain and simple. Exactly. That which was, that's, yeah. I think, it, it, that, I think that's the biggest complaint they're having with the ELD. Oh God, I can't log by the mile anymore. I gotta log it all by the hour. Okay. Over and done with. All right. Now on to my question. Um, question one. I keep hearing this thing about a. a, a I may be calling it wrong, but I'm thinking it's called a BOT three, where you got to have somebody in every state to fax and forward legal documents when you get your own authority. Is that true? You need agents. Um, that's not a big deal, though. There are services that do that. So, um, are you in the process of getting your authority? Uh, not yet. I'm just. I'm. I'm shopping first. I want to know all what I need to do before I go about getting my own authority. I mean, I want to know it all before I jump into something like that. I haven't, I, I don't even have a truck yet. I'm still a company driver at the present moment. I'm just, I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm checking things before I do it. Yeah, so th the BOC3 so. permit, you actually file that with the federal government. BOC stands for Blanket of Coverage. And what it's basically doing is giving you a legal presence in, in every state you're going to run in. It, it's not a big deal, though. Probably the biggest deal, I would tell you right now, getting the authority, getting the BOC3, you know, permitting, all that stuff is pretty straightforward. It happens every day. You can pay somebody to do it. It's just a check-off-the-box kind of thing. The one that isn't really a check-off-the-box that you need to really work on is insurance. This is what's tripping most people up right now. We're in one of those insurance cycles where not only is it hard to get, it's expensive. I've seen people quoted $40,000 yeah, for one year. That's insane. Two years ago, it was 15000 So that's really before you pay anybody to get your authority, you've got to go through the insurance process and, and some companies will tell you, well, we can't quote you till you have your uh, DOT number. 
there's got to be a way to get a quote, and a lot of insurance companies will do it. They'll it, it might not be, you know, an ironclad quote, but they'll tell you, yes, we can cover you. No, we can't. Here's here's the rate. You've got to get some of that done up front because the last thing you want to do is go through the process, spend all the money, get the authority, have everything in place, and then either not be able to get coverage or not be able to afford it. Right. That was the next question, actually, that I was going to ask you was, who is the best as far as contacting for insurance? I mean, is there any one particular company that you have used in the past that you think is, like, top-notch? No, not really. Part of the problem with insurance, and I, I was approached by Progressive, and Progressive wanted to partner with us. They wanted me to do a podcast for them and build a web page, and, and it was Progressive Commercial just for trucks. And, and we looked at it, and I like Progressive as a company. I have them for all my personal insurance and some of my business insurance, but I've never had them for truck insurance. And part of the problem with insurance companies is how do you know whether they're really any good or not? I mean, we can look up ratings, and, and Progressive has a good rating, but you don't know how their service is until you need them, and hopefully you never need them. So people can have insurance companies for years and say, oh, yeah, my insurance company's great. Well, how do you know? You've never had a claim. So it's one of those companies that's hard for me to really say well we partnered with them because they're the best and here's why so we just turned them down it wasn't something I wanted to partner with right now I may in the future but really even if I said look progressive is great you know try them well they may not cover you they may not write in your area there's all kinds of reasons no matter how good they are you may end up with somebody else your best bet is to find an insurance broker who specializes in small carriers and let them shop the market and find somebody for you. Otherwise, you're going to have to go find the individual companies yourself, like Progressive, Awida has insurance, and just shop around. And it's just a lot of legwork, but you've got to do that first. I thank you for your uh, for your advice. You're welcome. Thanks and for the call. And I will get out of the way so you can answer somebody else's questions. There you go. We're off to Illinois. Ronnie, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Uh, been listening to you for about a couple of years now, and I've never heard you uh, mention this part. Uh, I'm, let me give you a little background. I'm currently leased on with somebody, and I think this is the closest I can get to, without having my own authority, and that's my process by, say, June or July of next year to have my own authority. But uh, I'm currently having to uh, pay rental fee on a trailer, 125 a week. Uh, they cover the insurance on the trailer and the cargo insurance. So I'm basically out 500 a month, but uh, I, I want to slowly start working my way and getting – my own authority. My question to you, I've never heard you mention this, and I know how your feeling is on leasing trucks. What are the ups or downs or, or the good or bad about leasing a trailer versus buying a trailer? Yeah, good question, and, and we can just make kind of a blanket statement about leasing equipment when you're in business, because it really applies to almost any equipment. So there is this 
misunderstanding or myth about leasing being so much better tax-wise. I just got into this discussion that turned into an argument with somebody on Facebook the other day because she just went on and on about how leasing was so much better. And I stopped and said, no, it's not. Let me explain how this works. And clearly they didn't have any tax experience. They were just repeating what somebody else told them. And here's what happens. Lease payments are 100% deductible. So what? That's what everybody gets all excited about. Well, fuel is 100% deductible. Every business expense is 100% deductible. So the fact that your lease payment is 100% deductible is meaningless. But people latch on to that and think it's this amazing tax write-off. It's not. When I come back, I'll explain the difference between buying and leasing and how it affects your tax return. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rothbard. From long hauls to local loads, they're talking everything. It's a social media platform that you actually utilize. Join the conversation with Meredith Oaks and Chris T on Freewheeling. We're here with you. You're here with us. Weekdays, 11 a.m. East. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Share it with the people you love. And the SiriusXM app. Are you looking to buy a quality used fleet truck or trailer? Schneider is now offering discounted prices at schneidertrucks.com. Save thousands buying direct from a fleet with a meticulous maintenance history. Hundreds of four- to seven-year-old Freightliner trucks are available. Select trucks with manufacturer warranties, along with some international Kenworth, Peterbilt, and Volvo. Van and reefer trailers also available. Find your perfect truck or trailer at schneidertrucks.com or call 800-635-9801. That's schneidertrucks.com or 800-635-9801. Let's go live to Chuck and our news chopper. Thanks, Jeff. There's a big problem for truckers down there. Someone stumped a massive load of regulations and compliance costs in the road ahead. Wow. Yep, looks like we're dealing with the ELD compliance here. Ouch. I'd suggest Zed. Just $200 gets you everything you need to be ELD compliant with no monthly fees, no contracts, ever. Visit Zed-ELD.com. That's Zed, C-E-D-E-L-D.com. Enter promo code radio to save. The ELD mandate is coming up fast, but VDO Roadlog has you covered. Roadlog electronic logging devices are VDO certified and FMCSA registered, and they're the only ELDs to feature a built-in log printer to get you through inspections faster. With Roadlog, there's no need to hand over your phone or worry about data transfers. Just tap on the screen, and you get a paper printout that looks just like a traditional log and has all the data you need to get through inspection. 
Plus, Roadlog ELDs are available without monthly fees. Roadlog ELD is easy to install, simple to use, and keeps your personal data private and secure. Video Roadlog was developed by Continental, a global leader in ELDs, with over 5 million electronic logging devices in use worldwide. So, you can be sure they'll keep you compliant now and in the future. If you worry about the driving, leave the ELD mandate to VDO Roadlog. Find out more at VDORoadlog.com. I'm Todd Bourne. The Weather Channel with the Interstate Weather Update. Take a look at the east-west interstates dealing with some gusty winds and very heavy rainfall in parts of New England and the mid-Atlantic states. So looking at some treacherous conditions out there. East-west interstates, I-90, the heavy rainfall, gusty winds from Massachusetts and New York State. Same thing for I-84 as you work your way from Massachusetts into Connecticut, New York State, into parts of Pennsylvania. I-80, I-78, and I-76 from New Jersey into Pennsylvania. Same type of thing. The heavy rainfall, gusty winds. I-70, heavy rainfall in the Maryland and Pennsylvania. Still gusty in Ohio. Even though the rain has tapered off, I-64, standard showers, gusty winds, Virginia, West Virginia. I-90, we have some spotty rain and some gusty winds. It looks like snow or two in Wisconsin, Minnesota, and South Dakota. Same thing for I-80 in Iowa and Nebraska. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Down the Road Dog, Sirius Sam 146. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. I'm going to go back to Ronnie in Illinois. So, Ronnie, let's start with this. When we buy equipment, whether it's cash or financing or we lease it, we will always get a 100% tax deduction for every penny we spend. So that includes down payments, payments, buyouts, interest. It's just a matter of how and when we get the deduction. So technically, there's no real difference buying or leasing tax-wise other than when we get to do it. We're going to get to deduct everything it costs us to get the equipment or to rent it, lease it, whatever we want. But here's the difference. And the reason people believe that leasing is better is because sometimes, depend on how the tax code changes, if you have to buy a lot of equipment in a year, then leasing is actually better. So for a fleet that has to go buy 100 trucks all at once, the leasing deduction would, re would actually work better for them. But if you're only buying one truck or one trailer, sometimes even three or four or five, buying gives you a better tax advantage. So that's where the myth comes from is because many times big companies will lease, but that's a whole different situation. Here's the best example of why it, the fact that you can write off your payment is not that big of a deal. Let's compare. We're, we're in, uh, let's call it November right now. If we were to go lease a truck right now or a trailer, let's use your example. And sometimes on leases, we need to put a bunch of money down, deposits and first month and last month and a bunch of other things. 
Well, anything you put down up front on a lease, you don't get to deduct right now. You have to divide it out over the lease term. So if, if it's a 36-month lease, whatever you put down, you have to divide by 36, and this year you would only get two of those little pieces of that deduction. Now, you spent the money. It's gone, but you don't get to deduct it yet. Then you only get to deduct your lease payments as you make them. Well, if we sign this deal on November 1st, our payment is going to be December 1st, and that's it for the year. So we spent this money on the down and the deposits and all that. We can't really deduct that. We made one lease payment. That's our only deduction this year. On the other hand, you could go buy that trailer, put zero money down if your credit's strong enough and you can work out a zero down deal, and let's say you paid $25,000 for the trailer, you get to deduct all $25,000 this year if you want. So buying always gives us more options and we can get our deduction faster. So I, I'm, I'm a believer that for the most part in a small company, you want to own equipment. You don't want to be constantly leasing and renting and always having payments. I, I like getting equipment paid for and owning it myself. And the tax advantages are better. So um, I very, very seldom ever lease anything. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, I guess last question to add up to that. Starting out, uh, I've been here with this place for 19 months. And I think in 19 months, I may have had one, maybe two brokers ask me, about the year uh, of the truck, and I think one asked me if it was an air ride. Uh, the question, uh, the other question, starting out new, I see a lot of these old Snyder trailers running up and down the road. A lot of them look like junk, but I'm, my question to you is, of course, if you can afford to go buy a brand new one or whatever or slightly used, what would you buy a uh, 53-foot dry van? What would you buy uh, starting off? Uh, I know the industry standards 10 years or newer, you know, but like I said, not very many times I've been asked about the year or if it's an air ride. You know, for uh, the there, would you buy air ride or I, I would buy air ride just because there's no reason not to. There's so many good air ride trailers available, and it, so why bother with a spring ride unless there's some specific reason, and usually there isn't. You know, for me, the most shippers there are some exceptions, but most shippers are going to load any trailer that's reasonably clean and safe and isn't all tore up. Right? And even there are lots of shippers that'll load just about anything. So getting started, I would be looking at five years and older, be somewhere between five and 10 years. You might want to stay under that 10-year mark, uh, but I don't even think that's a big deal. But somewhere in that five to 10-year range is where you get just killer deals. And trailers just aren't that complicated. Now, if it was a reefer, a little more complication there. But a dry van, th you know, there's not much to it. We make sure the frame and the cross members are all good. Uh, you know, axles and brakes just aren't that expensive, even if we have to replace a bunch of stuff there. Wiring, if it was a real disaster, you can spend some money on. But even trailer wiring itself is pretty simple. So I, I'm a big fan in trailers. Buy older. There's lots of bargains out there, and you can find stuff in good shape. 
You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's see. Let's head off to... We're going to go to Pennsylvania this time. Robin, welcome to the program. I'd like to thank you, Kevin, for uh, profit gauges. Because in uh, 2013, in October, I bought my truck and trailer from Martin. And uh, buying it directly from Martin, I saved probably at least fifteen to $20,000 on the whole unit without, you know, no warranty, as is. And my deal is... Um, I get 5% for my trailer. The broker would have took 15% if I had his trailer, but it's a small company. My brother and his brother-in-law started it, and he uh, he would have to go buy a trailer anyway. So I figured if I had control of the trailer, the 5%, which a normal week is about five grand. I mean, easily, that's 250 a week just for the trailer. Right. Plus he would do mileage, and... Uh, my credit union said that they would do it, and then once I got the numbers all together and I came into them, they said that because I had my mortgage there and I was making a lot of money as a company driver, he turned me down. Really? So then the company that yep, then the company that Martin sells their trucks and trailers through is out of Minneapolis, and uh, he hooked me up with a guy in Florida for $500. He would get a loan approved. They had a couple options. So anyway, it ended up being some company out in West Virginia, or not West Virginia, Wyoming, and uh, it was almost 13%, and they wrote it for a little over five and a half years, and my payment was $1,800 a month. Then about eight months with profit gauges, I took my profit loss back into the credit union, and I was down to about 65000 on the truck and trailer. And then he approved it. I almost had enough equity in just the tractor. And then the trailer was just icing on the cake. Excellent. And uh, I just paid the truck and trailer off last month. Ah, exactly three years from the time, or four years. Congratulations. Exactly four years from the time I uh, the truck and trailer. A year and a half ahead of, a uh, year and a half early. Congratulations. That That is awesome. And, and I can't count how many times I've had people say, oh, I wanted to go buy a new truck or a new trailer, and the bank just turned me down. And, and you know, they walked in with nothing in their hand, nothing. I, you know, business, yeah. we know that you need to run businesses by the numbers. Banks know that. Finance companies know that. But if you walk in with a, a well-formatted profit and loss or business report and they can see your numbers, they know you know your numbers. They can see them. You have a much, much better chance of getting financed and getting better rates. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it saved me $20,000 a year just in interest. Yeah. My payment went down $100 a month. That's fantastic. And then, uh, yeah, it, it just, uh, you know, you can't, you just, you can't run it without knowing the numbers. And then actually, truly, after the first year, I ended up taking uh, a salary job in the summertime for the last three years. I've only been running the truck about six months with a lot of money in the wintertime. And in the summertime, I, I mean, I got a good salary, and I get paid a lot of extra money in cash. But, you know, it doesn't make up quite the money I, I can make running my own truck. Right, right. Well, so that's anyway, it's a, fantastic. Another you know, comment on... Uh, ELDs that uh, 
you know, I used to like to go to bed at 11 o'clock, and I like to listen to your show, and that never worked together. And then the company I was working for went to ELDs, and I had to stay up. Instead of getting up at 5, I had to drive till 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, I didn't have it, to. Yeah. I didn't have to, but. Oh, hey, music's playing. I've got to get to a break. Good stuff. You need to try out Profit Cages if you're not using it. Free trial. You can put in your whole year. won't cost you a penny. Head on over to the website, letstruck.com. Click on the University tab. See all the courses we're running. Stop holding the steering wheel. Today is your last day to sign up. Course launches tomorrow. Get signed up. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Dodgers. Game 5. Today at 5 Eastern, we're live on the field talking to the participants. Leading up to first pitch at 8 on MLB Network Radio. Sirius 209 XM 89. Hear the hometown and national calls on Sirius XM and the Sirius XM app. If you're a sleep apnea sufferer who's on the go, go to your phone and call right now to try the world's first portable mini CPAP device. Absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. It's the Transcend Mini CPAP. An engineering marvel that's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. Its unique design is so small and so light, you can fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. No more dragging around a big, bulky CPAP. Even better, now you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights by calling miniCPAP.com, 1-800-900-8313. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. You can also add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. So now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't wait. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call miniCPAP.com now. 1-800-900-8313. That's 1-800-900-8313. Warning. If you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now, 1-800-900-8407. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-900-8407. That's 1-800-900-8407. 1-800-900-8407. What is the future you doing right now? The answer is driving for UPS. UPS is hiring tractor-trailer drivers nationwide. Tractor-trailer drivers at UPS are paid competitively and receive weekly and attendance bonuses in select locations. Drivers typically work weekdays and get to spend the weekends at home. Applicants must be 21 or older and have a valid CDL. Apply now at upsjobs.com. That's upsjobs.com. How does the future you become a tractor trailer driver? Get there at upsjobs.com. 
Road Dog Truck and Radio. 18 wheels. That's how we roll. Sirius XM. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford, the number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're going to, uh, we're going to head off to Missouri. Jason, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Good. What's on your mind today? I was wondering uh, about your uh, program, Holding the Wheel, there. Uh, I'm definitely interested in it. It's uh I've, ever since I got in a truck and eight years ago, I wanted to get my own truck and uh, do my own thing. Uh, but unfortunately, I'm a company driver, and uh, you know every dollar is spoken for at this point. Are you going to be offering this course at a later date as well, or is, or is this it? After the 16-week live class is over, we will offer it as a self-paced course like our other courses where you just go online and you take it at your own pace without me teaching it. And we'll have to see whether or not I'll do another 16-week, you know, taught course. Um, a lot of it will just right. be how much of my time is this going to take up. I, I know it's going to be a pretty significant part of my time right now, and we'll right. see. Um, if it fits into my schedule and I can run it again later, I'll, I would probably take a couple months off and then maybe do another one. But once this is over, we will offer it as a self-paced course. All right, good. Because you know, like you say, the uh, the economy looks like this is the time to time to get into it. So I'm I'm chopping at the bit. And I'm uh, hoping not to miss out on an opportunity here. <laughs> yeah, well, th- there will be some option. Whether it will be another live taught class, I'm just not sure yet. We'll see how this one goes. Right. All right. Good. I, I like the whole Facebook uh, angle because, like, I have a million questions. So. <laughs> yeah, and and everybody <laughs> does. You know, you know, there's so much information in the program, but that information generates a lot more questions, and, and we've dealt with that for years. That's why I'm going to teach this live. We'll do the conference calls, do the, the Facebook group, um, and maybe that may be an add-on. So at the end of the 16 weeks, I won't be teaching it live right away, but we'll open it up for people to sign up, and maybe you know for a, another small fee, um, we'll, we will throw in the Facebook group so I could answer questions that way. So there are some, some options and some possibilities, but we plan on this is a really valuable program. So we know a lot of people want to do this. You will have options to take this course. I'm not exactly sure what they're going to be good. yet, but you'll have several. All right, good. Good to know. All right, thanks for the call. Let's head off to Tennessee. Joseph, welcome to the program. Yeah, hi, good afternoon, Kevin. Uh, first off, uh, congratulations on the program you're doing. I'm, I'm very happy that those people who signed up, you know, are going to get their information from you and have a fighting chance out here rather than getting duped by the dummies out here yeah. that have all their opinions. Yeah, well, I'm looking uh, forward to it, so thanks. Yeah. Rates? Um, 
last year I was 173 all miles this year. Right now I'm 199 for the year all miles. It's running company company van for Landstar. Wow. That's, that's outstanding. All, that's all one and done stuff. So yeah. I'm one of those dummies who don't make relationships. <laughs> but you figured uh, out a way to make it work. Yeah, you just work real hard. I mean, I, I definitely work hard. Probably not the smartest, but I work hard. Okay, what now with the ELDs coming in, how I'm looking at it, a possibility is right now we got a bunch of desperate people who obviously the only way they can seem to survive is by running all kinds of miles and running illegally. If I was a broker, and I know all these dummies are going to be on e-logs now, I know that you know there is no more of this. You know, get up at six in the morning, drive over to the you know shipper receiver, and still have a full 14 or whatever to deal with. I'm looking at, they're going to know, hey, these guys got to start their clock. And if they're already as desperate as they are, after they got unloaded, they aren't going to say, you know what, I'm going to sit and sweat this, sweat, uh, you know, some of these brokers out for the rates to go up a little bit later in the day, 11, noon. They're going to be looking at their clock, the dummies are, and saying, oh, man, my clock's running. I'm going to run out of hours. I got to take something. I got to make money. You follow what I'm saying? I, I do. You're right. That is going to change. See, there's lots of things. You know, it's almost like the law of unintended consequences. We don't know some of the things are going to happen until they happen. But I think you're on to something. That is going to change people's mindset, and they're going to start choosing loads differently than they used to. And then, too, the other thing uh, other than that is, with the ELDs, that's going to limit the amount of miles people can run. So I think that's going to put more competition into the shorter loads that right now, you know, they pay great. But if you get a bunch of guys on ELDs that can't run these six, 700-mile loads anymore, and they know, look, I don't, my clock's running. i got to hurry up and take something. Otherwise, my, I'm going to run out of time, and I'm not going to be able to make my payments. They're going to more t- – you know, if they don't get that uh, that longer load, there's going to be more competition for the shorter loads because they're going to say, with my hours I got left, now that I have to start my clock when I drive to the shipper in the morning, I, I got to start that's, doing these shorter ones. And I think that's going to put more competition in that market to drive the rates down. That's, that's an interesting thought. And I hadn't thought about that. And I've been telling people exactly what you just said. With ELDs, you're probably going to want to adjust your business model and look at running shorter, look at specializing in lanes or triangles that you know fit into the time frame. But you're right. If there are enough people doing that, that's a supply and demand issue. That could actually drive some of those shorter rates down and put the longer runs at a premium. And we're probably going to see more teams get into that part of it um that that's an interesting take though that that very well could happen yeah and what who i saw it would benefit like you said i i do think that these these guys they they can't run these long loads anymore it's going to benefit you know schneider swift all these big companies that have the ability to do relays now you know with their excess capacity you know, or 
like you said, team drivers, and which I think that's why there's this huge push, you know, for people trying to recruit teams. Yeah, you know, if you look at the, the FedEx model, um, and this would apply to UPS, IS, some of, the, some of the other companies that pull terminal to terminal that still use the hub-and-spoke system. You know, I realize that has some real challenges in, in regular freight, but I think we can learn something from their system. And in an industry where the average turnover is roughly 100% at any given time, sometimes it's 120, sometimes it's 90 but it's outrageously high. We know that. You look at a company like FedEx Ground, their turnover rate when I was there, I don't know how I doubt very much that it's changed much, was 7% and 4% of that 7 was initiated by FedEx, meaning they canceled the contract. It wasn't somebody leaving because they were unhappy. It, they, it was FedEx canceling the contract for whatever reason. So technically, they only had a 3% turnover rate. I had drivers there for 25 years. I had a 0% turnover rate. I, I didn't lose drivers. I, they retired. And, I, you know, I would have two or three guys waiting to take their position because they were home every night, off weekends and holidays, and paid well. And you give a job like that to a driver, you don't have that turnover problem. So if somebody can figure out how to do more of a hub-and-spoke or relays with our general freight, I think that would change everything. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, one last thing I, I, I'd say is that, well, I'm going to give you an encouragement. You know, something I always admired about you was the fact that you had integrity where you wouldn't just, in, you know, take an endorsement from a product just for the money. And so I encourage you never to lose sight of that and to be, be true to yourself. Because well, you got a lot of people who trust in you. Well, well, thank you. And and some of the the easiest dollars would come from companies like the big oil companies. They have tons of money. I just talked about the insurance companies that have approached us. They have tons of money. But I honestly can't look at those products and say, this is the best one and this is why. And if I can't do that, then to me, I don't see a reason to partner with them. You know, if I can't stand up and say, this is the absolute best, here's why, here's why I chose them. And I can't do that. I, I can't prove that one oil is better than another. I've tried. I can't prove that one, one insurance company is better than another. So I, I just choose not to partner with companies like that. But I'll tell you the biggest thing, and the only time I was really tempted, um, well, I'll, I'll cut you loose. I'll let you listen to this on the radio. Um, this has to do with, with the radio and my schedule, and it was probably one of the most difficult decisions I've made, but it had to do with, with exactly this, with maintaining that integrity, because the way I see it, that is my product. That that's what I have to offer is integrity. And I believe in offering my customers the very best of what I have. Thank you for that. We'll, uh, we'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford.
for driver who gets and understands the life of the professional driver. I get the phone call. I just listen. Join a community of drivers helping each other get through some of the long, lonely miles. Share some of the laughter, some of the things you laughed about. A former driver sharing his wisdom in life and the industry. You can help yourself get through certain situations. The Tim Ridley Show, weekdays, 5 a.m. East. Get involved on Road Dog Trucking Radio and everywhere on the Sirius XM app. This is Ton Ossiard with Creek Carrier Corporation. I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you. Thank you to all of America's truck drivers that are out there safely delivering America's freight. Truly, without truck drivers, America stops. And with that, I want to again say thank you to all the Creek Carrier, Schaefer, and Hunt drivers. And those of you that aren't drivers with Creek Carrier, this is a great opportunity to join our team. Please take a moment to check us out at CreekCarrier.com. Thank you again, and be safe. This is Jimmy. This is a tiny demon. Jimmy is about to gaze into the eyes of this tiny demon, thereby becoming its minion. Jimmy shouldn't become a minion of this tiny demon, and you shouldn't manage your own tolls. Turn to Best Pass, the commercial toll management experts. Don't pull a Jimmy. Get Best Pass and save tons of time and money on tolls. Learn more at getbestpass.com. This is Edgar Hansen from Discovery Channel's Deadliest Catch. When it's 20 degrees outside and we're fighting off 60-foot waves in the middle of the Bering Sea, that's when I need the most out of my engine. And that's when Chevron Dello heavy-duty diesel engine oil can be a real game-changer. I'm working with Chevron to find other game-changers, people who have discovered smart, new ways to do the same old thing. Are you a game-changer? Know someone who is? Share your nominee at chevrondello.com slash game-changer. Dello, let's go further. Ricky Gervais's Deadly Serious That's the name of the show Is now on Sirius XM It's me, Ricky Gervais Talking to my mates and scientists and rock stars Ricky Gervais is Deadly Serious New episodes Tuesdays at 11 a.m. East Ricky Gervais is Deadly Serious It's the closest thing to magic We talk about why we're here Where did we come from There'll be jokes, irreverent discussions On Sirius XM Comedy Greats 94 With replays on Raw Dog Comedy 99 I'm Todd Borton for the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. A strong coastal low and upper-level trough bringing about some heavy rainfall and gusty winds all across New England and a mid-Atlantic state. So be careful along the ride along I-95 from Maine all the way down through Maryland into Virginia. With the gusty winds and heavy rainfall also affecting I-93 in New Hampshire and Massachusetts and I-91 from Vermont into Massachusetts down into Connecticut. We're dealing with the same type of thing along I-87 and I-81 in upstate New York. Also, I-81 down into Pennsylvania with the heavy rainfall and the gusty winds. And that will continue down in the parts of Maryland and Virginia as well. Still dealing with some gusty winds a little farther west, so that does affect I-79 in Pennsylvania and West Virginia, and I-77 in Ohio and West Virginia. I-35, some spotty rain, even a flake snow, too, from Minnesota in the parts of Iowa and Missouri. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers twice now on Road Dog Series 146. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to trucking business and beyond. The show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. So, 
the other place where, you know, it, it was a, a difficult decision was I've been on the air th- going on 11 years now, and I've been on weekends that whole time. And I don't really mind working weekends except running a company, it makes it very hard for me to find days off because I have to work Saturday and Sunday, so those are work days for me. Thursday and Friday, if I want to take it off, it's hard because the company's still running. Those are normal work days for everybody else. Our employees are working, our vendors are working, our partners are working. So after 10 years of working weekends and not taking a whole lot of time off, I was a little tired, and I wanted to get off weekends. And I talked to Sirius XM, and we had a plan. I was going to go to earlier in the day, uh, five days a week throughout the week. And I was pretty excited about that. And we came down to one final point, and that was in the time slot they were going to give me, the host is required to do what are called live reads on commercials. You hear them on all the other shows where the host kind of reads the commercial live. It's not a pre-recorded commercial. There's nothing wrong with those. Radio has been doing that forever. And there are lots of good hosts that do live reads. It's part of radio. But I decided a long, long time ago, when I came on the air, before I came on the air 10 years ago, that I wasn't going to do live reads because it makes it impossible for people to know when I'm really talking about a product that I believe in and I've partnered with or somebody just pays me to do the live read and I can't turn them down. I can't pick and choose. If I were in those time slots, I would have to do those live reads. And as much as I wanted off weekends and as much as I wanted that time slot, I, I just couldn't do it. It would. It, it doesn't fit with the way I do my show. Like I say, nothing wrong with other hosts doing them. It's a big part of radio. It just doesn't work with the way that, that I do things and the way people ask me for very specific recommendations. So unless something else changes, it looks like uh, I'm on weekends. Let's get to some phone calls. Let's head off to Wisconsin. Jesse, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for taking my phone call. What's on your mind today? A couple of questions. One, I've heard you talk a couple of times about electronic engines and idling, and it's not hard for them. What do you classify as an electronic engine? Like, I've got, I'm running a 2007 Series 60 Detroit 14 liter. Um, is that in that category, or is that still? Oh no, that... I really don't want to be idling if I don't have to. No, that's clearly an electronic. So, basically. Virtually every engine in a Class 8 truck after about 1995 is an electronically controlled diesel. So it has an ECM. That's kind of what I figured. Yeah, the mechanical diesel engines, when you let them idle, the only thing that controlled the fuel was the, the mechanical injectors. And they put a lot of fuel in when you were idling. And that fuel would wash down the cylinders and get in the oil and dilute the oil and attack the bearings. So the electronic diesel can really precisely control how much fuel is going in the cylinder at idle. And the more and more sophisticated these electronics get, the better they are at idling. The, The new 2017 engines barely burn any fuel at all when they idle. And and since they're burning so little fuel, they're not producing a lot of soot. So when they're running correctly, 
idling really doesn't hurt anything. Okay, so then what about um, low idle versus high idle? I see a lot of guys r low idling in lots, but I've always been told the high idle is better. Well, especially because it gets the oil pressure up. I, I was one of those guys for years that told people that same thing. And there were two reasons. One, we wanted the oil to stay up at operating temperature, and a lot of times on low idle it doesn't. Now, the oil pressure is not an issue. Every engine produces okay. enough pressure at low idle that you will never do any damage. So that's not an issue. The issue was whether or not idling at that lower temperature was creating more acids in the oil. And I had always been told you should bump up the idle. Well, after reviewing oil samples for so many years, I thought, well, wait a minute. Why don't I identify who does the low idle and who does the high idle? And I'll go through all these records of oil samples and see if there's any difference. And it turns out there was no difference. We weren't seeing more acid. We weren't seeing less base. There was no indication that idling at a lower speed and a lower temperature was hurting anything, and you burn a lot less fuel. So I started yeah. telling people, okay. look, I know you've been told this forever. I even said it for years. But now that I look at the real data, there's no reason to bump up that idle. It's just wasting fuel. That makes sense. Okay. Um, my next question was going to be about uh, tuning my motor. I want to get rid of this uh, EGR. Um, and the, the place that I've looked at doing that, they want to put a tune to add an extra 150 horsepower. And this motor is already at 515 horse. So going up to 665 has got me nervous because I hear about guys cracking heads and, and going through head gaskets left, right, and center. Um, so what, what's your opinion on that? So I, I, I don't mind turning up horsepower as long as we know the driver is not going to abuse it. A, a well-tuned engine, right. even high horsepower, high torque, will actually last as long or longer than a lower horsepower engine unless we abuse it. If you abuse it, you're going to lose fuel economy. You're going to wear out your tires. It's going to be harder mm -hmm. on the engine. So it really comes down to the driver. I would prefer to have the higher horsepower and torque and use it wisely. Now, here's the next okay. caveat that I would be very, very careful about. One, we're not really recommending deleting emissions anymore. We were doing that for a couple of years because we didn't know what else to do. We, we were just so frustrated. It was the only thing that was working. We're able to get these things running right now without deleting everything. So we're, we're just really not recommending that. But if you want to and you've got a shop, that's clearly your choice. I would be very careful about who I let program that ECM. I have seen some really, really bad programming that is harmful to the engine. I, I've seen them advanced timing, retard timing, change things that, yeah, it creates horsepower, but they don't understand the negative consequences of what they're doing. You know, there, there are a lot of different ways to program that ECM, and some are just plain bad. Like some of these guys don't know how to do it correctly, and they have to kind of use the brute force model of programming it, 
And in order to do that, they turn off all the safety shutdowns. I've seen this, and they don't tell anybody. You know, the beauty of electronic engines, if the oil pressure drops, it shuts down. You lose coolant, it shuts down. It starts to overheat, it shuts down. We protect that engine with the electronics. But a lot of these guys that are programming because they don't know how to do it right, they have to shut off those safety shutdowns in order to get their code to work properly. Well, that, there is no way that's worth it. To give up that, that simple safety protection when you don't need to. We can get 800 horsepower out of these things if you know how to program them correctly. So just be really careful who you let do it. Okay. So um, what about all this that I've heard about EGRs just uh, making the motors work so much harder? And now you're saying to not not really worry about deleting that. I guess just getting it really, really well-tuned and making sure that the whole EGR system is really clean and yep. taken yeah. care of. Yeah, EGR, there is no doubt, is the worst thing we could have done to a diesel engine. It, no, no question about it. It's awful. But it is what we have. It's what we have to deal with. And when we couldn't find any other options and guys were literally going out of business... We were pretty desperate. We were doing anything to help them, which was deleting everything. But here's the danger. You know, you spend ten grand to delete this stuff, and you get caught by the EPA, you're going to spend 15000 to put it back because it, it, it is illegal. Right. And, and we did it. We recommended it. But it was mostly out of desperation until we could figure out. But now with the right programming, the right cleaning, the right maintenance, we're able to keep these things running right and get decent fuel economy out of them. Okay. Well, then maybe I'll give Pittsburgh Power a call and see if I can't get a run out in that general direction. Get, get their opinion. Not, you know, every truck is different, every engine, every model year. But, but get their opinion on what they would do. Um, I, I just think now that we have other options deleting emissions is the higher risk way of doing this but if you are going to delete it just work with somebody that you know is doing it right i'm going to get to a break we'll be right back with more stuff stick around i'm kevin rothbard expensive timeshare contract and feel like there's no way out i'm chuck mcdowell ceo of wesley financial group i've helped thousands of people get rid of their timeshares 
I didn't realize what I was getting into. The whole thing was just a scam. I finally found information on Chuck, and he agreed to meet us. It was just a wonderful experience because uh, he knows that business inside out, and he actually wanted to solve our problem. I fought the largest timeshare company in federal court, and yes, I won. Whether you owe ten dollars to $250,000 on your timeshare, we can help cancel your mortgage. When you're approved as a client, we'll get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off of your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation at 1-800-691-9999. That's 800-691-9999. 800-691-9999. If you've ever refinanced your home or car to take advantage of lower interest rates, you already know how much money you can save. So why not refinance your credit card debt? With average credit card interest rates at 16% APR, this simple life hack could save you thousands of dollars in interest. How much less could you be paying? If you have good to excellent credit, you may be able to dramatically cut your interest rate to as low as 5.49% APR with AutoPay. Plus, radio listeners get an additional interest rate discount by going to lightstream.com slash rate. Refinancing credit card debt with Lightstream is easy. The online application takes just minutes, and there are no fees. That's what we call lending uncomplicated. So apply today and get a special interest rate discount when you go to lightstream.com slash rate. That's lightstream.com slash rate. Lightstream.com slash rate. Subject to credit approval, rate includes 0.5% auto pay discount. Available when you select auto pay prior to loan funding. Advertised rates, terms, and promotions are subject to change without notice. Conditions and limitations apply. Visit lightstream.com for important terms and conditions. Home isn't just a place, it's a feeling. Whether you're at home, your business, or online, ADT helps keep you safe with security systems, home automation, alarms, and surveillance so you can feel at home wherever you are go to ADT.com to get that feeling ADT home safe home at 7 a.m. East it's the Dave Nemo Show on the Dave Nemo Show we'll wake you up and catch you up with what's going on exclusively on Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. We're going to get right back to the phone calls. We are off to Wyoming this time. Joseph, welcome to the program. Hello, sir. How are you doing? Uh, I've been listening to your radio show the last couple, I guess, well, just yesterday, <laughs> last couple of days maybe, but uh, I just got satellite radio. Okay. Well, welcome. Um, I just found your show. i got to learn more about your website. Do you offer an hourly consultant fee I where d- an owner-operator or uh, can call in and just talk with you for an hour? I don't. Um, I get a lot of requests for it. I just really don't have the time. We've got so many projects going on, and I do anywhere from 11 to 13 hours a week on the air. And everything else we're doing, I, I just, there's so much demand for For one, because there's so much demand and I have so little time, the price I would put on it would be pretty outrageous. Um, and that's just 
supply and demand, how it would have to work. And honestly, I just don't have enough time. So the closest we get right. to that is, you know, on the health side, we have a two-on-one program where I do consult with people on health. They buy a package. Um, I have this course, you know, that launches tomorrow where you'll get some one-on-one time, um, you know, as part of a group, but still get some one-on-one time. So there are some limited times that I do that, but I don't just put it out there and say, you know, you can buy X number of hours. Okay. Well, I mean, is 500 an hour or 1,000 an hour? Is that outrageous or be more? Uh, pro- it would probably be in the ballpark of 500 an hour or so. Okay. I mean, I could certainly do that because I have accountants and attorneys and everything, so I understand and respect that. Um, so that, goes, that leads to my question. I've had a business for, um, well, a long time. I got the Army in 87. So I've had my same accountant now for almost 25 years, and he is awesome with my other two businesses. But when I got into trucking, I started my own authority in DOT May of 2016. I don't think we did um, fuel or maintenance. Oh, you're kidding. I don't think – no, because in my other business, I have 17 – company cars a cleaning service and we do mileage i think it's 54 cents a mile and that's all we get but with 17 cars it adds up well so last year i'm i'm 99 sure he did not deduct my fuel or my maintenance uh, or the cost of my truck i think because um on depreciation isn't it like a five-year mark depreciation or something accountants use? Well, not not for the – you would use a five-year on your company cars in the cleaning business, but you're using mileage, which takes into account depreciation, which, by the way, in your cleaning business is the way to go. That $0.54 cents a mile is more than you actually spend. But in trucking, exactly. we would we would never want to use the mileage rate in trucking because – we spend way more than that on on expenses. So we want to use the actual expenses. To depreciate a tractor is actually three years, not five, which is better for us. We want it in the shortest time possible. But if he's taking a mileage rate on your tractor, you're getting screwed on taxes. Okay, so see, all of a sudden, 500 an hour talking with you is a good deal um, because... Last year, I bought a 20, uh, 2007 International. I paid thirteen five for it. Uh, it was a really good, clean truck. A Landstar guy. I was retiring. I bought the truck for thirteen five. I put about twenty thousand in it uh, from May to December. Um, just every not not because it really needed it, but to build a good truck. Right. I wanted a pre emission truck, and I wanted to build it right. So. I got like 33.5 in it as of December last year, and then I bought a 2016 trailer. I do car hauling, so I bought a 2016 uh, Kaufman Max Six, and uh, actually I got it four uh, four months old, and I got it for 27.5. They went 36.5 brand new with FED, but this one guy had an accident, uh, fell out of his truck accident, so he sold me his trailer for 27.5 cash and it was only four months old 
Wow. So I did all of that in 20, I did all that in 2016, but I don't think we did much of anything. I just learned about um, per diem, $63 a day. We didn't do per diem either. And so so I mean, t- I've got a great accountant for tw- 25 years, but he just doesn't know trucking, evidently. I'll tell you what we can do. I, I've been doing tax returns for owner-operators and small fleets since 1990. That's the only kind of tax return I really do other than my own. Um, I, I will do a, a free review of your tax return. You can email it to us if you can get it into a PDF format, email it to us, and I'll look through it. And, you know, give you some ideas. If he missed per diem, I can give you some quick calculations on how that would change if he didn't do depreciation right, if he didn't get fuel or maintenance, if he's using mileage. You know, I'll do a free review on that. It doesn't take me long to look at a tax return and see the mistakes. And and if it's right, I'll tell you it's right. I mean, I get returns in here all the time where people think it was done wrong. And when I look at it, I go, no, they really did get everything right. And if they did, I'll tell you that. And if not, I'll give you a report that says, here's what we would have done, and here's roughly how much it would save you. Okay. And is there like a Schedule C you want to look at or something? I, or The whole return. I have two LLCs and an S-Corp, and they, but they all, the uh, LLCs and the S-Corp, they all file as a, a S-Corp. Right. So all the money so, goes into our personal. It water, you know, waters down to our personal. Right. So what I want so, is every page of your personal 1040 with all schedules. So all the Schedule A, okay, Schedule C, okay. you know, the K-1s will be in there because the S-Corps. So your personal return with all the schedules will show me everything I need to see. Okay. Now, that sounds that sounds good. Um, now, my, my thoughts on ELD, if you have another minute. Sure, go or, ahead. Or 30 seconds or whatever. All right, here's my thoughts on ELDs. I've, like I said, I started trucking just last year. Um, I talked to some people about them, and I was going to be one of those guys that was going to buy a 1999 truck because I like doing logbooks, and I do real clean logbooks. But this is what I've heard, and that is because um, – how, how do I put it? Basically because an ELD is going to log every mile that you drive. If you drive 100,000 miles a year and you are on books, log books, you could put down that you drove 50,000 miles. I don't know how they do it, but evidently they do it. You can put down 50,000 miles, and then if you made 250,000 based on 100,000 miles, but let's say your cash is half of that, 125,000, you can put down 50,000 miles on log books and 125000 in income, and now these drivers are going to have to put down, well, 100,000 miles and 250000 in income. Have you heard that at all? That, that doesn't even make any sense in any stretch. I, I have no idea what somebody is getting at with that because it, it's, that's completely nonsensical. First off, Nobody's going to try to cut 100,000 miles down to 50 cheating their logbook. You know, paper logbooks are easy to cheat because we just wait till after the fact and we go back and make it look perfect. You know, and it never happens that way in the real world, but it's easy to cheat a paper log because we just wait until everything's done with 
or, you know, we log one and we can throw that book away and then fill out a new one. But you're not going to cut 100,000 miles down to 50. That just doesn't even make any sense. And the, the, every agency that could audit you for something would have access to the original records. You know, the invoices for the freight shows that you went from Chicago to Dallas and Dallas to San Antonio and San Antonio to Seattle. It's not hard to figure out how many miles you really drove. But I don't even know what the mileage has to do with anything. I, I'm, I'm not even sure what, what they were trying to accomplish based on what you just explained. Well, I was talking to this couple in Amarillo at a CD shop, and I was getting my CD, uh, some, something burned up in it, and they were talking, and I was, you know, they, they were like, oh, man, we can drive 600 miles a day. And I said, wow, I do good to average 250 to 300 a day. You know, maybe, well, maybe 400 is a tops for me. And they're like, oh, well, we can drive 600 a day. And we were talking, and I said, well, I'm new, and I just got started. And, um, you know, the CD, something happened, and my wife got it to me for Christmas. And, and um, well, they were telling me all this stuff. And, you know, well, I, I don't know. So, I, again, what they're the saying is it all of my cash, isn't all making my any yeah, what they're saying doesn't make any sense for, for anything. Taxes, ELD, compliance, I don't even understand what they're saying. But to have a team tell me as though they're bragging we can do 600 miles a day, well, hell, why can't they do 1,200 a day? They're a team. They have almost no restrictions if you know how to run as a team. So nothing they were telling you is making much sense. Um, I, I'm going to put you on hold. I'll have Lisa pick up. She'll she'll tell you how to get that tax return over to me to review. Um, and call back. Uh, I, I would be happy to help kind of educate you in trucking, you know, one weekend at a time or one show at a time. I love helping new people in the industry. I'm going to get to a break. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rothenberg. From the Tim Ridley Show. Checking in from the sandy beaches of the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Hey, this is Claire Marie from Radio Nemo down in the Big Easy. And that, my friends, is the Road Dog Trucking Radio Radio Check. Rest assured, wherever you are, we are. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Truckers, the industry is changing. Schneider is ready. Are you? The electronic logging device rule goes into effect December 18th, and millions of drivers will be impacted. Don't get left behind. Schneider has used e-log since 2010. Also, automated transmissions are growing in popularity. Now over half of Schneider tractors are automated, and all new trucks will be automated. When the industry changes, it pays to be with an industry leader. Search all driving jobs in your zip code at schneiderjobs.com. That's schneiderjobs.com. Goodyear Marathon Tires can enhance your traction. And TA Truck Service has Goodyear Marathon Tires. For just $3.79 per tire for trailer tires and $4.19 for driver steer tires. TA Offer valid through October 31st, 2017. Prices do not include FET, mounting labor, balancing, valve stems, state or local taxes. Single tire purchases at $25 per tire. Wide base tires not included. 
Hi, this is Maury Moreland Morrison, here to tell you GEICO has more than just great savings. Much more. GEICO's been around for more than 75 years, back when they were using Morse code. Sorry, that's just my sense of humor. What's more, with GEICO, you get 24-7 access to licensed agents on the app, online, or over the phone, so you can talk to them at night or in the morning. So forevermore, just know that no other auto insurer has more more than GEICO. More power to you. GEICO, expect great savings and a whole lot more. Hemorrhoids. The pain, itching, and swelling can be unbearable. Now there's Recticare, complete hemorrhoid care system with two effective medicines that provide multi-symptom relief. Recticare Complete has the highest concentration of lidocaine and phenylephrine, HCL, without a prescription to relieve pain and itching and reduce swelling. Use Recticare Complete for noticeable results after the first use. Get Recticare in the blue and white box at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS Pharmacy, Rite Aid, and Meyer. Use only as directed. I'm Todd Bork, the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Take a look at the east-west interstates dealing with some gusty winds and very heavy rainfall in parts of New England and the mid-Atlantic states. So looking at some treacherous conditions out there. East-west interstates, I-90, the heavy rainfall, gusty winds from Massachusetts and New York State. Same thing for I-84 as you work your way from Massachusetts into Connecticut, New York State in the parts of Pennsylvania. I-80, I-78, and I-76 from New Jersey into Pennsylvania, same type of thing. The heavy rainfall, gusty winds, I-70, heavy rainfall in the Maryland and Pennsylvania, but still gusty in Ohio. Even though the rain has tapered off, I-64, scattered showers, gusty winds, Virginia, West Virginia. I-90, we have some spotty rain and some gusty winds. We can inflict snow or two in Wisconsin, Minnesota, and South Dakota. Same thing for I-80 in Iowa and Nebraska. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Now on the Road Dog, Sirius Town 146. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're going to get right back to the phones. We are uh, going to go back to Wyoming. Joseph, go ahead. Hi, this is Joseph. Oh, that's right. Hold on, Joseph. I put you, I thought Lisa was going to pick you up. Let me check on that. Uh, I'm going to go to Illinois. Mike, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I bought a 2014 ProStar. It's got a Max Force 13 in it. And uh, three or four days after I, I bought the truck, I took it in, got uh, oil and filters changed, and, uh, you know, got everything checked over real good. And, and uh, I had an oil sample pulled, and... Uh, a, a week later, I, I went back in because I was having, uh, I was losing coolant. I'd put, uh, in a week, I'd put about a gallon of coolant in in this truck. And I, I couldn't find a leak anywhere. Well, while I was in the shop and they was, you know, trying to find this coolant leak, uh, my oil sample came back. And the, the uh, sodium and potassium was just off the charts. Okay. And so, so they ETR coolers. 
so long story short, I got both ETR coolers changed and fresh oil, fresh filters, um, and 5,000 miles later, it's mobile Delvec uh, 1540, if that makes any difference. Uh, but uh, 5,000 miles later, I go get another sample pulled, and my sodium is at 60, and my potassium is at 130, which I figured is just, you know, cleaning the walls on the inside of the engine. Uh, and then last week I went and got another sample pulled. That was another 8,000 miles, so 14,000 altogether on the oil. The sodium was still at 60. The potassium was up to 148. And uh, my question is, well, I have two questions. One is the, uh, uh, is that oil still good or do I need to dump that right away and get new oil and filters put in? No, that that and oil's fine. That that those levels of sodium and potassium aren't hurting anything, so the oil's fine. Have you had to put in any more coolant since the EGR coolers were fixed? I I put in about a half a quart this morning, uh, and why I I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so this morning I put about a half a quart in to bring it back up to the cold full level. Uh, yeah, which it, is where it was at. It, it's not clear if there's possibly still a coolant leak here somewhere. I wouldn't worry too much about it. I would just wait and see. Um, having the okay. the sodium and potassium in there. It, it's going to be in there because we just can't drain all of the oil out of an engine, so we get that residual. As long as the number doesn't keep climbing again. Now, I know one of them went up, but that could be you pulled a sample with a little less oil in it, so that concentrated the contaminants. There, there's not enough yeah. evidence here right now for me to say, yes, you still have a leak. It's possible you still have a leak, but if you do, it's not much of one. So rather than spend a bunch of money trying to chase down a small leak, I would just wait and see what happens. If the sodium and potassium keep okay. coming down and you're not adding coolant, then everything is probably fine. Okay. All right, now my next my next question, and that kind of goes along with that. I've been looking at that, uh, the OPS uh, uh, oil purification system. They're the, the eco pure is, uh, is that something that if I put that on here, which I, I want to put it on here anyway, but will that clear up that sodium and potassium? No, you know, as long as, as, as well as everything else. No, it, it will clean up any water that actually got in there, but the sodium and potassium are actually trace elements that let us know the coolant was there. So the OPS, the okay. EcoPure, will boil off any liquid contaminants, so the coolant, the water itself, will will be filtered and boiled out, but those trace elements will still be there. They may go down a little bit, but not much at all. So you're still going to see them there. But the OPS, the EcoPure, is just getting the oil really clean. 
there are just certain things that are left over that we just can't filter out no matter what we do. Okay. Now, I, I saw there was like uh, three different OPS systems, and the only difference that I could see between them was just a different size cartridge. The, Is that, the filter, there's uh, only one EcoPure system, and on that one system you can choose what size filter element to use. And the bigger the filter element, the longer you can go between filter changes. And the only reason to use a smaller filter is really because you have limited space. Like I have people who have pickup trucks or smaller trucks, and they'll put an OPS on and use the very small filters because that's all they have room for. But on a Class 8 truck, you should mount it so that you can fit the 10-inch filter on there and with the 10-inch filter, you only have to change it every 25,000 miles. Okay. Uh, when when you buy that uh, OPS system, does that come with installation instructions, or yep. you pretty it, much have to take it to somebody that knows what they're doing to no, put it on? No, most backyard mechanics can put on an OPS. It, it's one supply line, one return line, and 12-volt. And then mounting. And and that's really it. It's pretty straightforward. They have excellent tech support that will help you on the phone when you're doing the install. It comes with an install kit specifically for your truck and engine. It's pretty simple. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. I I appreciate your, your information, and I listen to your show all the time. Thank uh, you. You've got some great information. Thanks. I appreciate the support. Have a great afternoon. Um, Looks like we had a bunch of calls drop again. I am going to get to another call, and we're heading into a break. But if you you dial right now, you might be able to grab an open line, and I'll get to some more calls right after this break coming up. 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to head off to Arkansas. Paul, it's your turn. Welcome to the program. Glad to be here, Kevin. How are you? Doing great. What's on your mind today? I was talking to these guys about the money and where to put it. Okay. Earlier in the show. Well, you got first thing you do when you become owner operator is you get your tax accountant. That's a good start. Because you're going to be going from. Six seven hundred a week to fifteen hundred to two thousand a week. Absolutely correct, and oh. I've I've watched a lot of people try spending all of that fifteen hundred or two thousand on their lifestyle, and they crash and burn pretty quickly. Well, I was I I pulled I pulled a produce wagon for about a year and a half, and then I went to tankers. And you know the kind of money pulling chemicals makes. Right. I paid myself a straight salary of 500 a week. I put so much aside, say 20, 20% or 25% for taxes, maintenance, license, and like that, and I wouldn't touch it. That's excellent. And then, if I run out of my five hundred dollars a week, I just up shit up the creek till I got another another check. 
you know, that that is a, a, a very disciplined way to run a business. And that's where a lot of people fail is they want to spend all the money they're making in the business on their lifestyle. They want to spend it personally, and then they get into trouble in the business when taxes come due or they need a new set of tires that's four to $6,000 or they need a clutch, and they just don't have it where you are doing it the right way. The business always has to come first. If there's not enough money... You have to figure out how to handle that on the personal side. You can't keep shortchanging the business. Yeah. Well, you have to do that. I, I was lucky. I bought a, I had a 97 P 379 XLHD with a 180-inch bump on it. I had a refrigerator. I had a little freezer. I had a microwave. I had a convection oven in it. Had a portable shower in it, so... There you go. Hey, Paul, I hate hate to do it, but the music's playing. They're going to chase me into a break, so I'm going to get us into the break. When we come back, I'll get to more of your calls and questions. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1 800 700 9920. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-700-9920. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-700-9920. 1-800-700-9920. Acme Home Insurance. Yes, I'd like to make a claim. What are you wanting to claim, sir? My air conditioner broke down. Sorry, but your home insurance doesn't cover air conditioner breakdowns. So what do you cover? Home damage from things like earthquakes, volcanoes, a zombie apocalypse. A zombie apocalypse? But that'll never happen. But if it did, you'd be covered, sir. But not my air conditioner? I'm afraid not. But his air conditioner could have been covered with a home warranty from American Home Shield. We cover major components of air conditioners, plus 20 other home systems and appliances, like electrical systems, plumbing, refrigerators, and more. For valuable free information, call 1-800-700-4350. Homeowners insurance can cover what might happen. But a home warranty helps cover what will happen. Now the dryer won't work. Be sure with the shield. American Home Shield. 
For valuable free information, call 1-800-700-4350. That's 1-800-700-4350. 1-800-700-4350. The ELD mandate is coming up fast, but VDO Roadlog has you covered. Roadlog electronic logging devices are VDO certified and FMCSA registered, and they're the only ELDs to feature a built-in log printer to get you through inspections faster. With Roadlog, there's no need to hand over your phone or worry about data transfers. Plus, Roadlog ELDs are available without monthly fees. Roadlog ELDs are simple, safe, and secure. You worry about the driving? Leave the mandate to VDO Roadlog. Find out more at VDORoadlog.com. Land line now, weekday, 7 p.m. East. We report on pretty much everything trucking. We are very balanced, accurate, specifically for the driver. Landline now. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rothsford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to get right back to some phone calls. We're going to head off to Pennsylvania. Doug, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Kevin. Thank you for taking my call today. You're welcome. What's on your mind? Uh, I've noticed that lately that you've got quite a few new listeners and I think it would be very beneficial to a lot of the new listeners and some of us longtime listeners who have recently had to bite the bullet and buy full emissions trucks uh, the you know the order of prioritization of modifications such as air tabs flow below fast fleet air filter the tire pressure monitoring. Um, what am I forgetting? I know I'm forgetting a lot of mods. Yeah, I've already got the scan gauge KR. Yeah, so the easiest way I can say to do this, I mean, we could try to get down and customize for everybody. It might be a little different, but there's a, a pretty simple way to do this. Um, requires a little bit of legwork up front, but then once you've got all that done, um, you've got a plan that you just implement as you have the budget here's the way i tell people to do it you know you can go to our website and see the mods you can go to pittsburgh power they carry everything we do you can go to t and e in kansas city they carry everything we do and get pricing on all the stuff that would work in your operation for example if you've got a new truck you can't use mufflers so don't put those on the list um so list the modifications that would work on your truck and your operation then get pricing installed. Like some things are drop-dead simple. Air tabs, most people can put them on themselves. A fleet air filter, if you can't put that in by yourself, you should really consider another career. But some things, like the fast, are 8 to 10 hours of installation. So that changes that price pretty dramatically. So we want to create a list of all the modifications, get the cost of the modification installed, and then sort it from cheapest to most expensive and just work your way down the list. That, that's the easiest way I've come up with. Okay. And 
so far? What's the uh, data showing with uh, Dorothy? Um, you know, we've seen some really incredible numbers. Fuel economy going way up. DEF economy really going way up. But it, we don't have enough trucks on it yet that, that I really want to talk a lot about the numbers. I mean, we've had some trucks increase by seven and eight-tenths of a mile per gallon, which is just kind of blowing me away. But until we have enough trucks and on each engine model, I, I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on those numbers because they could still be kind of a fluke. Um, it's definitely promising for right now. But I, I'd like to see... I'd like to be able to track at least 10 of each engine. So before I really say on, say, a DD-15, you know, here's the average you can expect, I, I want to be tracking at least 10 of those, you know, over 60 to 90-day periods, and the same with an ISX. And we, we just don't have those numbers yet. So the Dorothy is looking very, very promising to lower cost across the board. Maintenance costs should come down. Fuel and DEF costs should come down. But I'm just not ready to to put out hard numbers yet. Well, that makes sense. You know, the more empirical data you have, the more accurate it becomes. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm very encouraged because the numbers have been consistent, but we just don't have enough of them yet to make me comfortable. So um, they're putting on Dorothy's every day. I should have more to track here soon, and we'll start putting some numbers together. Let's go to Tennessee. Todd, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Uh, uh, I want to lighten the mood here a little bit. All right. Are you playing Santa Claus this year? For, are you playing Santa Claus this year for the grandbabies? Or are you going to play the turkey or the great, great pumpkin for Halloween? Well, you know, we'll have to see. Uh, I, we'll do something, that's for sure. Halloween... Uh, we're not going to be able to see the boys. Um, we went to a Halloween party last night. That was a lot of fun. I haven't done that in a lot of years. Um, Thanksgiving and Christmas, we haven't planned yet. I, I need to figure out some time off. I don't know if I want to do it around the holidays or wait till they're over, but we're, we're just at that point. I haven't taken any time off in any significant time in a couple of years. So it's time for us to plan a vacation. Yeah, it sounded like you might need one. I was just wondering if you was going to be the guilty one or not, or if your significant other is going to be the guilty one that's pulling them this year for Christmas. Oh, well, that's always Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Right. Have a good day, Kevin. Yeah, all right. Thanks for the call. Yeah, we don't even have to think twice about that, whether it's the grandbabies or Diesel or whoever. Lisa's the spoiler. Let's uh, In a very good way, though. Let's go to... Wisconsin. Hal, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. I just put uh EcoPure system on my truck. Okay. Got a question about it. What, why does that oil filter not run very hot? Is it just not running much oil through it? it, it that's, you're exactly correct. So, you know, to give you an idea, the full flow filters stay pretty darn warm because that oil is coming through there quickly. That's why we call it full flow, and that's why those have to stay there to maintain oil pressure. But a true bypass filter, and and especially the OPS because it filters down to such a tiny micron size, we've got to run that oil through there pretty slowly. The OPS only filters about a gallon an hour. 
So it takes a full 11-hour day of driving to filter all the oil in the engine. So with it moving that slowly, it will tend to cool down when you feel the filter. Okay. I put uh, Mobile One 540 in there. Now, I I didn't, I couldn't find any 530, but I see there is some out here. Would that be better? What year is your engine? It's a 2016. Yeah, you. I would probably go with the 30 weight. That that is the new standard in oil now for the newer engines. Everything will eventually be 30 weight. 30 weight gives us better fuel economy, less parasitic drag on the engine. Um, it's just that some of the older engines aren't quite tight enough. They don't do that well on 30 weight. But the newer engines are being designed for 30 weight. So that, that's going to become the standard. Okay. Well, the, the operator's manual calls for 10 weight. Yeah, you know, the, the first what, number isn't that important. That's a good question, and and this, you know, deserves some explanation because a lot of people don't understand this. The first number is not all that important. The first number tells us the viscosity at cold temperatures. So that number is a good indication of how well our engine will turn over in cold weather. So if you have a 15 weight, you know, a standard 1540 that we ran forever, you can even get a zero weight. You could get a zero forty or a zero thirty, and what that means is that when it's cold, that oil is not thick and viscous. It's very thin, even when it's cold. So the engine will turn over really easy in cold weather, and it flows better in cold weather. So we don't get as much damage on startup. The second number tells us the viscosity when it's at operating temperature. So the difference between a 40 weight and a 30 weight, that's at operating temperature, and that's where we spend 99.9% of the time. So that first number is really telling us, is this a good cold-weather starting oil? And the second number is really telling us the weight of the oil. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, it does. I, I just never have really known. Yeah, I didn't for a long time either, and most people don't. And once you hear the explanation, it makes total sense. And that's why we can actually run zero-weight oils, you know, a 030 or a 040, because it only affects startup, nothing else. All righty, thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Uh, I'm looking at the clock, and it looks like we're about to uh, wrap up the second hour. We still have another hour coming. You might be able to jump in if you dial right now, uh, 88, 88 Road Dog. And dialing through this last hour, sometimes it's a little easier to get through. Phone lines are usually pretty busy around here, um, but 88, 88 Road Dog for the next hour, you might be able to sneak through. Uh, I'll take us into this break. If you don't have an accounting system, I talked about this at the open, go get one. I'd love if you would use ours and and support us. That would be awesome. We offer a free 30-day trial, and we open up the whole year. So for nothing, you don't have to put a credit card in, nothing. You can just go to our website, letstruck.com, click on the profit gauges. There are tutorials you can watch. You can sign up for a 30-day trial, no credit card, no nothing. 
and you can go back and put in your whole year worth of information right up to date. Won't cost you a penny. We do that because I'm confident once you see our software, you're going to want it. And then it's only $19 a month. Or get signed up for my course. Today is the last day. We launch the course tomorrow, and you've got to be signed up today. So that's at Let'sTruck.com under the University tab. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. from the hometown of President Harry S. Truman, Kansas City, Missouri. And that, my friends, is the Road Dog Trucking Radio Radio Check. Rest assured, wherever you are, we are. Road Dog Trucking Radio. The road to success is waiting for you at Landstar, the leading company for owner-operators for more than 20 years. At Landstar, it's always your truck and your choice of the loads you want to haul, and the decisions on where to run is up to you. Landstar also offers unparalleled team support and benefits, including percentage pay, fuel and tire discounts, appreciation days, and more. Keep moving forward on the road to success with Landstar. Visit them online at leasetolandstar.com. This is Jimmy. This is a tiny demon. Jimmy is about to gaze into the eyes of this tiny demon, thereby becoming its minion. Jimmy shouldn't become a minion of this tiny demon. And you shouldn't manage your own tolls. Turn to Best Pass, the commercial toll management experts. Don't pull a Jimmy. Get Best Pass and save tons of time and money on tolls. Learn more at GetBestPass.com. Mark Billows is a trucking legend. He goes by the CB handle Midnight Rider, and he specializes in the graveyard shift. Mark drives through the night with confidence because he's protected by Progressive Commercial, who'll tow his truck if he's in an accident, so he doesn't have to fear the dark. Just whatever's in the rest of hot dogs. Find out what makes Progressive the number one insurer of trucking legends across America. Visit ProgressiveCommercial.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, number one truck insurer from SNL Financial's 2014 National Written Premium Data. Towing provided with property damage coverage. Hear what lies beyond alternative rock on a channel dedicated to the groundbreaking sound of independent music. Sirius XMU. Hi, I'm Wynn Butler of Arcade Fire. Hey, it's Matt from the National. Where critically acclaimed artists meet new and interesting sounds from the underground. Something for your mind. Explore the weird world of independent music on Sirius XMU, Channel 35, and streaming on the Sirius XM app. I'm Todd Port for the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. A strong coastal low and upper level trough bringing about some heavy rainfall and gusty winds all across New England and the mid-Atlantic states. So be careful on your ride along I-95 from Maine all the way down through Maryland into Virginia. You have a gusty winds and heavy rainfall also affecting I-93 in New Hampshire and Massachusetts and I-91 from Vermont into Massachusetts down into Connecticut. We're dealing with the same type of thing along I-87 and I-81 in upstate New York. Also, I-81 down into Pennsylvania with the heavy rainfall and the gusty winds. And that will continue down in the parts of Maryland and Virginia as well. 
Still dealing with some gusty winds a little farther west, so that does affect I-79 in Pennsylvania and West Virginia, and I-77 in Ohio and West Virginia. I-35, some spotty rain, even a flake snow too from Minnesota in the parts of Iowa and Missouri. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Now on Road Dog Series Town 146. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to trucking business and beyond. The show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're heading into the third and final hour of the program. Still time to get through. I'm going to get to as many calls as I can. 88-88 Road Dog, if you want to join us. We're off to Pennsylvania. Tom, welcome to the program. Tom, are you with me? Yes. Hello. There Good you are. Good to talk to you. I enjoy your program. Thanks. What's on your mind today? Um, I was wondering about being an owner-operator, running under your own authority, running off load boards, versus being leasing on to a carrier, um, running their loads, whatever. I mean, I've, I've had my own authority running off load boards and stuff for years, but it's easier if somebody else's load base you're working off. And I've called them and whatnot, and they say, like, oh, make big money, a dollar five a mile. I average close to three dollars a mile running off load boards, so I, I, I don't know if they're talking make a dollar five a mile after fuel. No, 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 no. I mean, what are they talking? Because I have they're, a hard time getting to the bottom of it. Yeah, no, they're just talking. Now they're leaving out one little part, but it's not going to make a huge difference, especially today. The average mileage contract today being leased to a carrier is in that dollar five, dollar ten plus fuel surcharge. You might get another thirty, twenty-five or thirty cents a mile today based on today's fuel price, and that's it. And you know, last year, the year before, you know, those have never been good rates. You're you're not going to get you know, wealthy off that. You 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 better manage your money well just to pay the bills off those kind of rates. Um, but there are yeah. other there are other options. I mean, those are typically the big carriers that are on a mileage contract, and where that's really going to hurt is rates are going through the roof right now. Rates are setting records, and if you're either on your own authority or at least on a percentage contract. Every week when rates go up, you take advantage of that. But if you're on a mileage contract, well, yes. those those companies hardly ever change their mileage rate. And when they do, it might be a nickel here, maybe 10 cents. That's almost unheard of. So people on a mileage contract right now are really going to be missing out on these rates. Yeah, because I work in, in two weeks, I work nine days, I gross $15,000. The rates are out there. I mean, right now the rates are are just crazy. Now, there is there is some middle ground, and that is there are very small carriers that will let you run on their authority, and you still choose your own loads, and kind of do your own thing. Yep. That that's an option. And the big example of that is actually Landstar, where you don't have right. a, a dispatch. You run like you have your own authority, but you run within their system. You use their load board, their agents, 
they do all the back office stuff and you're free to go out and find your own freight and to go after your own rates. Yeah, so I ran for Landstar years and years and years ago for about a year, but they just, I, I live in Maine and they just didn't have anything up there that was worth hooking up to. Yeah, and they still so may not. You wind up I, deadheading up. Yeah. yeah and they, you end up deadheading a long ways to get anything with a rate on it. Yeah, they, so, they, they still may yeah, not. I mean, so. I, I, I used to run as a least on carrier, carrier for superior carriers, hauling chemicals and different stuff like that. And I enjoyed the, I don't know what you would call it, the ambience or the family of, of it or whatever, uh, and not having to do my own load searches. But I would have a hard time going back to, you know, a dollar, even a dollar fifty a mile. I would have a hard time going back to that. Right well, now I've got three dollars a mile from Connecticut to Kansas, four grand. I, and and I only see the rates getting better. You know, we we have yeah. a we have a big group of drivers who are in retirement age right now. So literally every month we're seeing more and more drivers retire out of the industry. We have the ELD mandate, which a lot of drivers have said they'll quit. I I don't think nearly as many are going to quit as what they said. But some will. Um, people quit when we some had the will, for sure. yeah. Just with the little hours of service change in the early two thousands, we we saw people quit. So people are yep. going to quit over the ELD. Construction is booming in a lot of places, and when that happens, you tend to see truck drivers who go back to local construction jobs so they can be home. So I think we're going to see more right. of that with all this rebuilding after all of the storms. And the ELD itself is going to limit capacity. So rates right now, we are just looking at what I think are the, is the perfect storm. Now, I, I have a little bit of a struggle here because I've told people for years, don't be carrier hopping all the time. You, you know, don't think that the right. next carrier who's offering a sign-on bonus or a couple cents more a mile is going to be that much better. Find a place, learn the system, build relationships, and stay there. But right now, I'm having a hard time with that advice because if you stay in a mileage contract right now, you are giving up a lot. Well, half half the rate or more. Yeah. Yeah, and those companies well, are it, they're going to bump their rates up a little bit, but like I said, if you get a nickel or a dime out of those carriers, you're probably doing good and rates are going up a dime every week sometimes right now. Yeah, I know. I, and that's why I was wondering if 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 what they're promoting, I mean, if it was a dollar 5 a mile and they're paying for the fuel and insurance and everything oh, no. else, no, thinking, no, no. Well, it wouldn't be so bad. No. No, well, that is. If you're going to pay for your own fuel and all of that, you might as well go work for McDonald's at a buck five a mile. Yeah, and like I said, it's it ends up being more like a dollar thirty, dollar forty with the fuel surcharge. But still, in today's world, that that is going to be very, very much lower than what the real rates are paying. Yeah, yeah. So then, what about the possibility of because uh, there are load. Broke. I don't know if it's a load broker, a load booking agent, you might call it. Um, I've, I've seen ads for booking agents. We'll we'll find the loads for you, and I'm, and you know, so we'll be your dispatcher, but it's on your authority, kind of a thing. How do them guys work? I, I'm not a big fan take of a this. Percentage of it. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of this, and I'll tell you why. There are some legal issues with these services 
because that's technically what a freight broker does, and a freight broker is licensed to do that. So lots of these dispatchers do it. I don't think it's any big deal, but here's the thing. I mean, if I have my own authority and I'm going to run off the load boards, I'm going to lose a percentage to the brokers. On average, the broker gets about 15% of the load, sometimes more, sometimes less, but it's about 15%. Now, I've seen these dispatch services that want 8%. So now I'm giving up 23% of the rate? That seems way too much to me. Here's what I would rather do. I would rather start on the load boards because you've got to start somewhere. But I would start looking and seeking out brokers. First off, I'd be looking around my home. I'd be looking for two or three brokers that specialized in the area that I lived. I I wouldn't call them. I may call them just to schedule an appointment, but I'd say, hey, I want to come over, take you to lunch, take you to coffee, explain my operation, and say, look, here's the freight that I really love. If you can find this for me, I will take care of you. I'll be on time. I'm courteous to the shippers and receivers. My equipment looks good. I'm safe. I've got lots of experience. Brokers are dying for somebody to take over that kind of freight. They don't want to have to make phone calls every time and answer calls. off the. So if you build up that relationship with two or three brokers at home, they'll basically dispatch you for you. And you're not going to pay any extra. They're already taking their piece out of the load, and they'll do that. And then you start to see, okay, these guys always get me to Texas because that's really where I like to go. Well, now I can go find right. two or three brokers in Texas, build a relationship with them, and pretty soon I don't really have to go look for loads or dispatch. Or, they call me, and and that's only going yeah, to get better. If you're going into the same lanes, yes, if you're, if you're working the same lanes. See, I, I haul, a lot of times I haul direct for a mill out of Maine, and I can get eh, almost $2 a mile out of Maine. You go through a broker, you're going to get a buck twenty right now. And and so I'll get almost 2 bucks a mile out of Maine going out to Ohio, and then I can go from Ohio to anywhere. Right. Well, uh, anytime, you, anytime, you can go, anytime you can go direct – that's clearly where you're going to get your best rate. And when you can do that, I highly yeah, but, encourage it. But there's nothing wrong with having a little network, two to five brokers, that you build a relationship yeah. with that keep you busy. Yeah, but when, but when I come back to Maine, I always go broker. I mean, I just right. – because I'm right. not always the same place. So it's always through a broker coming back. And, and I'll make a milk it. I'm a real new dealer, and I'll milk it for every penny I can squeeze them for. Which, which is um, what, and I usually yeah, do pretty well. Which, which is what we all should be doing in business. That's what business is about. Nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, you you've got this figured out. Your model's working pretty well. You may want to tweak it a little bit, especially with the ELDs coming. You know, tighten up those lanes a little bit. Not run all over the place. Really, just depends. But it it sounds like you've got a pretty good handle on it. I'm going to get to a break. We'll be right back. Stick around. 8888-ROAD-DOG if you want to join us.
Cup. Tonight, the Cascadia rivalry comes to the Western Conference semifinal. It's the Vancouver Whitecaps against the Seattle Sounders. Jordan Morris controls. Jordan Morris has scored. Coverage kicks off at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XMFC 85 and the Sirius XM app. Introducing TruckerHosting.com, the easiest way to create your own website in under five minutes. TruckerHosting.com websites are totally customizable and have advanced trucking technology built in, like rate quoting, driver recruiting, and more. And they're compatible with dispatching software from PCS Software. So when your company is ready to move up to that next level, we can help you get there. TruckerHosting.com by PCS Software. It's hard to believe, but smartphones have been in our pockets and purses for nine years now. We've all taken some amazing photos in that time, and they're sitting right on our phones. Get those photos off your phone and into your hands with FreePrints, the free five-star app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all of those photos for free. You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year. All you pay is a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Using the FreePrints app is easy. Just select the photos you want to print, whether they're on your phone or on Facebook or Instagram. Choose the sizes and you're done. Your premium quality free prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days. Download free prints now at freeprintsnow.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints. The app is free and so are the prints. No subscriptions, no commitments, just free prints. Go to freeprintsnow.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints. That's freeprintsnow.com. Owner-operators, does your truck need an engine overhaul but you lack the cash or credit? Is your bruised credit preventing a truck purchase? Call CAG Truck Capital. Good credit, bad credit, startups, and even bankruptcy. Qualify for your loan over the phone at 800-932-CASH. 800-932-CASH. Mention promo code TRUCKS1 and get $500 off your first payment. Call 800-932-CASH. Get the cash you need and get back on the road at 800-932-CASH. Tom Gurgin here, chairman of Hirschbach Motor Lines, with exciting news. In addition to a mileage pay increase, we improved our industry-leading fuel program. Lease operators pay only 69 cents per gallon guaranteed for a limited time if you sign on now. Hirschbach has over-the-road and dedicated fleet openings for operators and drivers. Call 888-261-1351 or log on to joinhml.com. That's Hirschbach Motor Lines, 888-261-1351. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Our favorite color is chrome. Road Dog Trucking Radio, Sirius XM 146. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rothbard. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're going to get right back to the phone calls. We're off to Mississippi. David, welcome to the program. How you doing, Kevin? I want to thank you for what you do for us drivers out here, or at least the advice you give us. You're welcome. What can I help you with today? Um, first of all, I've been listening to your keto stuff for a while, and I haven't gotten completely on keto but i was having them problems like everybody said i had crohn's and all that 
Yeah. You know, and a truck driver don't need disaster pants. Yeah, exactly. But I've, I've stopped dipping. I stopped dipping tobacco and got off of a medicine called Celebrex, and I'll, all that went away. And I started taking your IPS and the Cytrodyme, you know, and all. Yeah. And the berberine. Everything's working good. I'm, I have no no issues. Excellent. But to get off of that and say thank you, um, about I work for a private company. And we have about 10 over-the-road trucks, and I make average of about a dollar a mile, and I'm do about 2,100 miles a week. And my tax bracket is way up there. And I want to ask you about how I need to approach our accounting lady to do the per diem where it takes off the 63 days for the five days I'm out off of off of uh, my, you know, to give it to me as a tax-free, right? Tax-free deal. I can't do my 401k, so it brings my money down. That they actually tax, and it also has, that gives the company. It, I'm just figuring about 131,000 a year. Is that a, a benefit for them? Well, it, it's kind of a you know, mixed. It, it, out, of us, out of all of us drivers, it's like 131,000 dollars that they would be showing that they're kind of giving us, but they're not really. Well, it's a mixed bag. No, they 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 are giving you the money, so it's still an expense to them. It's just expensed in a different way than payroll used to be. But it's it, it's a mixed bag, and it can get a little complicated, so I'll try to explain it as easy as I can. For you to get the per diem is clearly a benefit. You don't pay Social Security. You don't pay Medicare. You, get, you don't pay income tax. You get the money completely tax-free. So for you, it's clearly a benefit. Okay. For the carrier, okay. it's, it's a little mixed because if they pay you $100 in payroll— they also have to pay another $15.30, now half of that, $7.65 in Social Security and Medicare. They also may have to okay. you know, pay on 401Ks and some other things. Those aren't a big deal. So if they pay you in per diem $100, then they don't owe that $7.65. So that seems like a benefit. The problem is... If they pay you $100 as a wage, they get to deduct the full $100 as an expense. But if they pay you $100 in per diem, they only get to deduct 80% of it or $80 as an expense because that's how per diem works. So they've got some more accounting to do to try to figure out. But they don't have to pay taxes on on that. Correct. Well, they have to pay tax on on twenty well, percent. company has to pay some kind of tax the, on your payroll. The company, yeah, that's the seven dollars and sixty five cents per hundred that I talked about. That's the Social Security and okay. Medicare on payroll, but not on per diem. But on per diem, they don't get to deduct the hundred dollars; only eighty of it, only eighty percent. Okay. So now there's you got to play okay. around with the math to see does the carrier save enough in Social Security and Medicare to cover the fact that they're not getting the full deduction on per diem. There are some other numbers we have to throw in, and this is why a lot of carriers actually ask their drivers to give up a penny or two in per diem. So let me give you a, a common example. Let's say a carrier has always paid 40 cents a mile as a wage to their drivers. And now they want to put a per diem okay. program into place. 
many times, and this isn't a rule, but it's kind of a practice, they'll say, look, we were paying you 40 cents. Now we're going to pay you 38 cents total. We're going to make 30 cents of it a wage and 8 cents per diem. And your first thought is, wait a minute, I just lost 2 cents a mile. Why would I want to do that? And the carrier will say, well, you're going to make it up because you're not paying tax or Social Security and Medicare. And you might make it up, but it's not a slam dunk. That two cents a mile is a big chunk. Some carriers will say, well, we'll only make you give up a penny a mile. Well, now the numbers might look a little better. And some carriers actually do it and they give you the full 40 cents. And if that's the case, then it is a slam dunk. You would always want the per diem. So it's not an easy, the, the accountant that's working on this at the, on the carrier side has to understand all these issues. And, and there's a big, big change that could be happening before the end of the year that will really change this answer. And that is Trump's new tax plan will change all of this. So, you know, I'm happy to, if, if I do my own, if I do my, if I do my own per diem at the end of the year, I screw myself because I already I zero out before I get halfway through my other deductions that I want to put in on my tax stuff. So I kind of lose out on it. Everybody's like, oh, I just do your, you know, your normal your normal per diem, but I I mess I mess myself up. Well, here's I, you the, know what zeroing out means. Yeah, here's the thing: the IRS already gives us, if you're married, roughly twelve thousand dollars as a standard deduction. We don't have to itemize anything. So, if you itemize yeah. fifteen thousand dollars worth of per diem, you're really only getting a three thousand dollar deduction more than the average Joe on the street. You're it's almost like losing right. that twelve thousand dollars. But if the company pays the per diem, you get it tax-free, you still get to take your $12,000 standard deduction, and that's where Trump's plan is going to make that 12000 24000 Now you take the average truck driver, he gets a $24,000 standard deduction if he's married, he gets roughly another 15000 paid in per diem, and now he's got $39,000 tax-free. That's going to be pretty darn hard to beat. Correct. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, so hey, I... You've helped me a lot. And, uh, go ahead. I just didn't know how to explain it to somebody. I didn't I didn't know how to explain it, and you've helped out a lot there, so... Yeah, it, uh, hopefully I the... Thank you for everything. You're welcome. The, um, the the accountant at the trucking company can go look this up if they're not familiar with it. If they know accounting and tax, it shouldn't take them long to figure it out. You could always have them call here on this show. I'll help them out. I, I work with accountants all the time and help them understand trucking and those issues. But I, I, I'm really waiting to see how this is going to shake out um, with Trump's new tax plan. It, it really could be very, very beneficial for drivers. Let's go to Florida. Marvin, welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin, how you doing today? Good. What's on your mind? Okay, I have two quick questions. One, um, I have a 2018 Cascadia, and it has 8,200 miles on it. When should I do my first oil change, and what, what should the intervals be? Um, the Cascade, it, it, DD15, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay. 
the the standard oil change on that without any bypass filter of any kind is 50,000 miles. Now, I would do well, the first one. Well, I would do the first one right now. I mean, it, it, to me there you just can't okay. do it okay. too soon. Um, I, I would do it right now. It, it lets us know. It, and I would also do an oil sample because it lets us okay. know brand new engines sometimes have problems. So why not do an oil sample okay. right now and see if there's anything going wrong and get a head start on it. Then once you've got that gotcha. first oil change done, really 50,000 is the interval on that engine. And if you put an OPS on that, you're probably looking at two hundred or two hundred and fifty thousand for oil changes. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, and my second question is: the air tabs that go on the side of your the sleeper. Yeah. Do, do they really work? They do. You know that is that is one of the products that we have partnered with for years and years now, and I never get a single complaint. People put them on and immediately okay. send me a message and say, I don't know if they help my fuel economy yet because we just put them on today, but I can feel the difference. They feel the stability they, when when it's raining and you know how it's really hard to see in your mirrors because all that spray rolls up right in your line of sight. The, right, air, the, right. the air tabs knock that down, and, and it's everybody okay. says that. They're like, wow, how come I can see in my mirrors in the rain so much better? Because... The way the aerodynamics are working, it tends to knock that spray back down. So we know they're doing something. Now, I will tell you. So that's an extra benefit. Yeah, unless you're really, really tracking your fuel mileage close, you may not see a huge increase. You know, sometimes you'll pick up a tenth or two, and a tenth or two is really hard to measure. You know, we can't always measure that accurately, but but we know it's there. We know it's working, and people just love them. Okay. That's good to know. All right. Well, thanks. that was it. Thanks yep. for your information. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. I've got to get to a break. We've got about a half hour left. If you keep dialing, you might be able to get through. 88-88 Road Dog. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rothfuss. critical to today's driver. We are refusing to invest in our infrastructure. Autonomous vehicles. Pay for the bill for infrastructure. I'm Mary McKenna. I'm Terry Scruton. I'm Mark Reddick, and this is Landline Now on the Road Dog. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, Series XM 149. Owner-operator truck drivers. The industry is changing. The electronic logging device rule goes into effect December 18th. If you're not ready, it's time to make a change now. Schneider has used e-log since 2010. And owner-operators leasing their business on with Schneider get access to an in-cab communications device with an e-log. Plus, pick your own loads, routes, and revenue with Schneider's van or tanker choice programs. The choice is even clearer. Lease on now at SchneiderOwnerOperators.com. That's SchneiderOwnerOperators.com. 
The ELD mandate is coming up fast, but VDO Roadlog has you covered. Roadlog electronic logging devices are VDO certified and FMCSA registered, and they're the only ELDs to feature a built-in log printer to get you through inspections faster. With Roadlog, there's no need to hand over your phone or worry about data transfers. Plus, Roadlog ELDs are available without monthly fees. Roadlog ELDs are simple, safe, and secure. You worry about the driving? Leave the mandate to VDO Roadlog. Find out more at VDORoadlog.com. Are you looking for a job or looking for a better one? Are you tired of applying for a job only to feel like your application fell into a black hole? Then you need to try ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter understands how frustrating it can be to apply for a job and never hear back. And that if you've taken the time to apply, you deserve to know where you stand every step of the way. When you apply for a job on ZipRecruiter, you can choose to get status updates. These alerts will let you know when your application has been received and when a real live person has actually viewed it. And if you don't get the job, you'll know when it closes so you can move forward to the next opportunity. Knowing where you stand keeps you in control of your job search. That's what makes ZipRecruiter the smartest way to get hired. To find a job you love today, download the top-rated ZipRecruiter app on iPhone or Android. Or get started at ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. Once again, head to ZipRecruiter.com slash skills. I'm Todd Bork, the Weather Channel with the Interstate Weather Update. Take a look at the east-west interstates dealing with some gusty winds and very heavy rainfall in parts of New England and the mid-Atlantic states. So looking at some treacherous conditions out there. East-west interstates, I-90, the heavy rainfall, gusty winds from Massachusetts and New York state. Same thing for I-84 as you work your way from Massachusetts into Connecticut, New York state in the parts of Pennsylvania. I-80, I-78, and I-76 from New Jersey into Pennsylvania, same type of thing. The heavy rainfall, gusty winds, I-70, heavy rainfall in the Maryland and Pennsylvania, but still gusty in Ohio. Even though the rain has tapered off, I-64, scattered showers, gusty winds, Virginia, West Virginia. I-90, we have some spotty rain and some gusty winds. We can inflict snow or two in Wisconsin, Minnesota, and South Dakota. Same thing for I-80 in Iowa and Nebraska. I'm Todd Bork with Custom Weather Drivers Twice Now on the Road Dog, Sirius Town 146. Remember. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rothsford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're going to get right back to the phone calls. We're off to Texas. Donnie, welcome to the program. Yes, uh, Kevin. Um, I had a, just a couple of uh, questions here. I've talked to you before over the years. I have a, a small expedite business that I run out of uh, Denver. Okay. And I run the uh, a 12 foot cargo uh, trucks, you know, under the 10,000, and I canceled my, uh, the question I had, I canceled my uh, MC number and DOT number this year, um, just because I didn't want to deal with um, the, the things that came along with it, and uh, doing so, I'm not able to run for, for FedEx, Custom Critical, or Panther anymore, uh, and I run for a guy out of Denver that just keeps me, uh, you know, gives me 100,000 miles a year. And uh, do I need to do anything? Is that 
TMC number just stay dormant unless I want in case I want to use it again, or or does it just go to somebody else? No, as far as I know, it's just going to stay there dormant. I don't really stay up on um, compliance issues as much. Somebody else may call us and tell us exactly how that works, but. Um, I, I think you can choose to put it into suspension. I'm not really sure. Now, when you said you were running for, like, Panther and FedEx, you must have been running for their brokerages, right, not the carrier themselves. Um, they, they considered me an, an agent. So when they didn't have one of their trucks, as an example, they didn't have one of their cargo vans or something in uh, Denver, and they needed something moved, they put it out on an email blast to guys like me that, that had an MC number and the insurance, and we were able to bid on it, and, you know, if the bid was right, we got it. And yeah, now, which... Panther actually has a cargo van load board that, it, that you had to watch all the time. Yeah, so um, th- you were working through their brokerage arm because in order, it, one carrier can't put freight on another carrier, and that that's what would have been happening, but a broker can. So even though Panther and right. FedEx are both carriers, they also have a brokerage license, so they were brokering to you. Uh, now right. now you're just running as an independent contractor under somebody else's authority. Exactly. And, and my insurance went down uh, $320 a month. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just didn't get enough business. I, I only did it to try to get business coming back when I go out because I'm always coming back empty. Right. And uh, it just, you know, for the amount of business, and I, I did it with them for about six years, and it just it just didn't pay to, to keep the kind, you know, to, to keep that number in effect and the SCAC number that went with it. So I just do my own thing now, and, and uh, the insurance is only $400 a month on this little truck. Um, and I'm just hoping that down the road maybe somebody will come up with a, a similar app like uh, Uber's working on for the big guys, maybe for guys like me, that, uh, you know, we can get freight coming back that we don't have to monitor. That got, became a problem when you're just running by yourself trying to monitor a load board to even see it to get something back. You're always constantly, you know, having to pull over and look at it. And, well, you uh, know, technology is going to fix that. Um, and we're we're getting closer all the time now. To run for Uber, you'd have to be a carrier again. You'd have to have your your authority activated because right. Uber Uber is but a they broker. Don't have for me. Correct. Um, so there are systems we're going to see really soon. Um, Landstar's probably had one of the better versions of this for quite some time. Landstar has their load alert system. So rather than try to monitor a board, on Landstar's board, I can go in and say, okay, I'm going to be in San Antonio on Thursday, and I'd really Mm -hmm. like to get some freight, and you can outline everything you're looking for. I want the freight to be, you know, going to this place. I want it to be this many miles. I want the rate to be at least this Uh much. And you set all of your criteria and just hit go. And then you go do your driving. And as soon as a load that matches your criteria hits the board, you get an email or a text message telling you, here's, sure. here's the sure. load. It, we're going to see a lot more of that. You know, Uber, Convoy, yeah. all of those companies are working yeah. on that kind of technology. Well, the guys like me, we don't, we don't really fit into that big chair, you know, the big truck scenario, truck and trailer work. Right. You know, 
I haven't hauled more than one pallet, maybe 800 pounds, 1,000 pounds in the last two years. It's all critical stuff. Yeah, you're uh, time sensitive. you're going to have a harder time. That that's a market that the brokers don't yeah. service very well. The load boards really don't have that kind of stuff very often. That yeah. tends to be controlled by the carriers that are in that segment. So you talked about, you know, FedEx, yeah. Custom Critical, exactly. Panther, um, you know, those kind of companies tend to have most of that freight locked up. You don't see a lot of small expediting right. companies. Right, and they want a guy, you know, um, a guy like me. They would like, they like to have them around, but they've got to keep their own trucks going, their own cargo vans and stuff going before they would me, because they're leased, basically leased onto those companies. But I didn't want to be east of the Mississippi for weeks at a time. I, I go out and come right back. Right. It's kind of crazy, but you know, I run seventy-five cents a mile everywhere I go, and I run a hundred thousand miles a year. You know. Yeah. I'm not getting rich, but I'll make it work. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like it's working for you. That's a tough segment. There, there's no question. That's very different than the, uh, you know, Class 8 segment, and uh, it's much more difficult to run on your own in those conditions. Let's go to Oklahoma. Chuck, welcome to the program. Hello, Kevin. Fair text now, although we'll never see it. Yeah, we can wish, though. <laughs> I um, I had a comment on ELDs and a question on per diem. My comment is I went to a couple of uh, sessions, and, and I just had to sit in the back and chuckle because most of the comments were, well, if I'm 20 minutes from the house, and then I'm out of that minutes, and, and, and I can't, ELD, I can't. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that's the way to convince them not to not to enforce ELDs by telling them, oh, well, they won't let me break the law anymore. You know, which is essentially what they were doing. That I I talked about this yesterday, and I've been talking about this. Almost every argument we can make against ELDs is really an argument against hours of service. It and every exactly. time somebody makes those statements. You're just telling the other side, look, we've cheated forever. We want to keep cheating, and we don't want ELDs because it won't let us cheat. And then people will say, well, I don't want to cheat. I just want flexibility. There is no flexibility in the current hours of service rules. I don't care whether it's a paper log or an ELD. There's no flexibility. That's cheating. So we might as well just say, when you want to say flexibility, that's just your code word for cheating, and everybody knows it. And and so we have to fight the right battle, first off, which is a battle on hours of service, not ELDs. The only real argument was, is it constitutional to track somebody? And clearly it is. We track all kinds of people in business. Pilots, they've always been tracked. It, a business does not have the same constitutional rights as an individual. When you agree to get a driver's license, you give up constitutional rights. When you agree to a CDL, you certainly gave up constitutional rights. The ELD doesn't change that. And OIDA tried that fight, and they took tried to take it all the way to the Supreme Court, and they lost. That That argument is over with. There's nothing unconstitutional about ELDs. 
I agree. I've been running one for, for quite a while, so it really doesn't bother me. But I just thought it was funny. Everybody's sitting there basically saying I cheat and, and just won't let me cheat anymore. I was thinking, well, now, if you were sitting in court and say, you know, well, it's only 50 minutes. Well, if you're sitting in court and say, well, I really needed money and the bank had a whole lot of it, but I, I didn't take it all. I just took a few thousand. Exactly. When I robbed the bank. <laughs> right. You know, I left. I, I didn't take all of it. Then, but, oh, well, that's okay then. That's a, you either, you're either following the law or you're not. Now, on, on per diem, um, that gentleman had called earlier and said that, uh, he was making a dollar or whatever a mile. I was thinking, well, either that's an awfully good rate for a company driver, or a eh, rate for for a uh, for a um, uh, an owner operator. And if you're an owner operator, then the company's not gonna. There's no advantage to the company for giving part of that rate as a per diem. It's only advantageous if they're paying you a wage, correct, as right. opposed to paying you paying you uh, uh, straight out. But my question is, the way my company works, now, I get concerned that they may be overpaying my per diem. Is it, I get, I get, I think 40, I'm at 47 cents a mile right now, and I, nine cents of that per mile is per diem. But they also pay anytime we get a fuel bonus or a production bonus, um, So bonus, hold, it's all paid. Hold that thought. I'll come back after the break and I'll tell you how you can calculate this yourself and figure out if they are overpaying it. And then I'll tell you what is required if they are. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. subscriber concert tonight 11 p.m eastern 8 pacific on classic vinyl channel 26 the spectrum channel 28 and the bridge channel 32 and in november hear the concert captured live on hotel california a serious xm limited edition eagles channel this is a special notice to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. In some cases, this may even result in back taxes being reduced. An open phone line has been established by National Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if they qualify. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number. 800-357-0912. That's 800-357-0912. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and can't afford to pay them back, there's no need to fear anymore. You may qualify for a program that could settle your delinquent tax problems and in some cases save you money. For your free information and to see if you qualify, call National Tax Relief at 800-357-0912. That's 800-357-0912. 800-357-0912. What must-have accessory is popping up in dog parks all across the country? The Link AKC Smart Collar. Backed by the American Kennel Club, Link AKC is the only collar your dog will ever need. It's a GPS locator, fitness tracker, and more, all controlled through a smartphone app. The Link AKC tracking feature is amazing. 
I can see where Ozzy is at all times right on the app. It's total peace of mind. <laughs> he's a bit of an escape artist, and I can find him right away. It monitors Winnie's activity level, and it tells me the exact amount a dog her age and breed needs. I'm totally jealous. It's way better looking than my fitness band, and it gives more information. Keep your dog safe, happy, and healthy. Try Link AKC risk-free for 90 days. Plus, when you use the code NEWS at LinkAKC.com, you'll save 30% on your order and get free shipping. That's code NEWS to save 30% with free shipping at LinkAKC.com. Know your best friend better. LinkAKC.com, code NEWS. Mark Billows is a trucking legend. He goes by the CD handle Midnight Rider, and he specializes in the graveyard shift. Mark drives through the night with confidence because he's protected by Progressive Commercial, who'll tow his truck if he's in an accident, so he doesn't have to fear the dark. Just whatever's in the rest of hot dogs. Find out what makes Progressive the number one insurer of trucking legends across America. Visit ProgressiveCommercial.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, number one truck insurer from SNL Financial's 2014 National Written Premium Data. Towing provided with property damage coverage. Weekday mornings, 11 a.m. East, freewheeling. We talk about pop culture, talk to celebrity guests, and hear what drivers have to say about the world at large. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're going to get right back to the calls. We're down to the final segment. I'm going to go back to Oklahoma. Chuck, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just at, you were going to talk to me about the per diem, figuring if I was overpaid yeah. on per diem. So he, he, here's what or you what, do. What I should do then. Yeah, so you take the number of nights you were away from home in any given period. Like you could do this for the whole year up till right now. You add up all the nights you're away from home, multiply it by $63. That's going to give you the total dollar amount that you qualified for. Then you go back and figure out how much they paid you. And, you know, the nine cents, the bonuses, all that stuff, and you should come up with a total number of per diem they paid you. As long as what they paid you isn't more than what you qualified for, then you're fine. If it is more, you have two choices. You can give the excess back to the company, or you can just report it on your tax return as other income and pay tax on it. And it'd be stupid to give it back to the company. Just keep it and pay the tax on it. Right. Okay. That's that's that's. So how would that? Is there? Would I? I just use the uh, the per diem form to do that, or what? Because I mean, uh, my my ten forty is uh, my my. Uh, the paper I get for the companies breaks it down and shows total total wages, and then that's not including the per diem, right. which is separate. So where would I show that on my tax return? Well, you you don't ha- if I was Let- overpaid. Okay, if you were overpaid, the overpayment gets shown on the other income line. Okay. Good enough. Thank you very much, sir. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Let's head off to St. Louis. Daniel, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Kevin. How you doing? Good. What's on your mind today? Uh, you got you had a, a caller earlier on the show uh, from Landstar, and you guys were talking about rates and hours of service and all that, and how teams are going to be more of a of a uh, you know a thing. 
and uh, you guys are talking about the eight, nine hundred mile runs and all that stuff. And I've been doing that for years with Landstar. Um, you know, they were told us, always told us that teams weren't really a demand, and <clears throat> so, but they are. And um, the eight, nine hundred mile runs, they're they're designed for a, a solo driver to do in two days, and they pay real good. And the seven and eight hundred mile runs, they're designed to pay real good as well because they can do those 600 miles, but then there's that extra 100 miles or so they got to do the next day legally and what so, and so it kind of takes up your day, so they pay real well. I find those loads, and I do them in a triangle, and I find them, and I offer them next day service, and they give them to me every time. Um, sometimes I can, you know, ask them for a little bit higher rate, but it works, and I've been doing that for a few years now, and you know, sometimes we get the, the team loads that, you know, really hot. There's something, something fell off or something like that, and they pay even more. But <clears throat> when you go into those eight, 900-mile runs and the, and the solo drivers do them in a day and a half, it's now legally going to take them nearly three, a day and three quarters to do. So now those 900-mile runs are, you know, going to take a full two days to do, especially with the hours of service that are coming up, e-logs and all that stuff. Right. And uh, so – I really, uh, I, I heard that, and I was like, wow, that's, you know, and I don't mind. If more teams do it, that's great, you know, more more power to them. So um, well, I, I just thought that was a really interesting. Yeah, it, it is, and, and I think, saying. you know, somebody with your mindset and your attitude is going to find the opportunities. You found them now. Those opportunities are going to change. ELDs are going to change this industry, and I think it's going to be a pretty significant change. But all that means is there will be a different opportunity that you need to know how to go look for. But if you have the attitude that that you're looking and, you know, you'll find it. I mean, seek and you shall find. That's what this really comes down to. But if your attitude is... ELDs suck. I don't want to be tracked. This is awful. I'm not. Well, if that's what your mind is thinking all the time, you're not going to see any opportunities. So, you know, there was there was a time if you were against this, you should have been fighting it. Now is the time to say, look, it's happening. We might be able to fight for better hours of service rules. And I, I would be all for people doing that. But in the meantime, this is happening in two months. We're not going to get any hours of service change in the next two years, even if we started fighting it now. So now is the time to do what you're doing. Say, look, things are changing, but somewhere in here, there's going to be an opportunity. And I'm going to find it, and I'm going to take advantage of it. Yeah, I see those rates going up and up and up, and I see them even going further up as these uh, e-logs become more prevalent. Uh, another thing is we don't uh, – I'm not allowed to go into California. My truck gives polar bear headaches, and I refuse to buy a new one. And so uh, we don't – California is not even an issue. Uh, and so, like I said, we just run a, a trifecta on the East Coast, and um, it works great for – or, you know, East Coast, but east of the 35, I should say. Yeah. And uh, it works great for us. Um, and I just see that, you know, more and more trucks to get the e-logs, uh, especially the smaller carriers um, – you know, it's, it's going to make a, a big impact. And uh, I've been on e-logs for 10 years with two different companies, um, and I, I don't mind them. But also we're well, a team, so I can say that. Yeah, yeah. right. But we run eight and a half hours every single day, 
you know, Saturday, Sunday, we never run at hours. Yeah. Uh, so, so it just we've got a system designed so, for it. So think about this. Under paper logs, no matter what, it, the better you are at time management, the better things are going to be. But yep. under paper logs, yep. what happens is if somebody isn't good at time management, they can just make up for it in sheer time. You know, it, it's easy to cheat the log, and they can just work more to make up for the fact that they're not good at time management. So now that you're going to be forced, those people will either get good at time management or they'll just go out of business because they won't be able to. It's a reality to, check. Yeah. So, you know, for the people who can manage time, this is clearly going to be an advantage. Um, yeah, so I just, I really think that, uh, the logs, you know, who, they could postpone it. You know, I've heard talk about that. I don't think so. I just don't see, I, I, I don't see and how I, they could do it. Honestly, you know? I think now a postponement would be a really bad idea. I, I, there was a time when if we would have postponed it, fine. But now you have companies that have really put a lot of money into getting ready you have investors who have put money into companies to get the equipment and the software out onto the market. And the the letter of law was followed. There were listening sessions. They, they did what they were supposed to do. We fought it all the way to the Supreme Court. I don't see any point in, in delaying it anymore. It, it not only would it hurt the companies that invested money to get ready or invested money to, to produce these things, but it also just delays... What I what I hope happens is the ELDs disrupt the industry so much we finally address all the problems with hours of service. But if we just put ELDs off for right. two more years, then that's just two more years of cheating, and we won't address the real problem. Yeah, yeah, the hour service has got to change, even on e-logs. I mean, these half an hour things, especially if we have like hot loads. You know, we tell them, you know, okay, so it's a thousand miles. We'll be there in this amount of time. I literally have to add two hours or an hour and a half just of sitting somewhere with our half an hour break, unless I can somehow time it out uh, to get, uh, the, you know, we can bypass those half an hour breaks, whether it's in fueling or switching out as drivers or anything like that. So I try and get rid of those half an hour breaks, but especially on a 13 or 1400 mile run, they want it, you know, in the next two days or day and a half. You know, you're looking at two hours just for sitting. Right. And that thing right. is just kind of, even as a team, even as a solo, I think it's just the, just the dumbest thing. Uh, it, if they wanted to do something like if you stopped like in, in an hour, you'd stop every 10 minutes for every hour you drove. And then within four hours, you had 30 minutes and it was like a congruent or type of thing. Right. That would be well, really and, good. And, and that's. That would, that would be even better. Yeah, and that's the kind of logic we need to get into hours of service. It's never been a big deal because we always, we as drivers, always cheated to make it make sense. And now we can't. So now maybe we can finally go address the real root cause of the problem, which is the hours of service. And maybe we can get those fixed. So let's not put it off. ELDs are coming. Why delay it? Why, what, let's just, we have a date. Most people are ready. Let's do it, and then let's focus on solving the real problem, which is the hours of service. 
So I think a delay now is a bad idea for a lot of reasons. And I know that pisses a lot of people off. I've had people swear they're never going to listen to my show again because that's my um, stance on this. But you know what? That's the right thing. We had five years to fight this. Very few people fought it. We've got it. Now it's time to deal with it and try to fix the real problem. Thanks for joining me. Don't forget, this is your last chance to sign up for my course. Go to letstruck.com, look under the university tab. You'll see it there. If you're in my course, we will be meeting tomorrow. You'll be getting emails shortly. Be safe, be profitable, be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Sirius XM 146. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. Ricky Gervais's Deadly Serious. That's the name of the show. Is now on Sirius XM. It's me, Ricky Gervais. Talk.